Are you a small business owner or a podcast wanting to grow your brand awareness? Most definitely. Have you thought about using stickers? I haven't, but tell me more. The Sticker Guide is an online sticker shop that offers the ability to turn your logo or cover art into a sticker. How durable are these stickers? So they're made of a high quality vinyl that is weather resistant and won't fade in direct sunlight. Ooh, I like that. I'm looking at the website, right? It's stickerguide.net and they have a wide variety of amazing stickers. And guess what? I'm going to get me a YBO sticker for my phone case. You know, these stickers would also look great on laptops, tumblers, notebooks, and wherever else stickers can go. So head over to stickerguide.net and use code YBO for 10% off two or more stickers. And for the small business owners and podcasters, follow at the sticker guide with two E's on Instagram and tell them YBO sent you. Then why would he say what he said? Cause he obviously was trying to get out of it. You ain't got shit to say for his ass. Nah, nah, nah. You trying to squeeze? YBO podcast. YBO. You're listening to Young Black and Opinionated. You are tuned in to YBO podcast. Hey, honestly, y'all make me feel at home. I just want to say I want another invite. I feel like I'm a part of this podcast. <laughs> Young Black and Opinionated. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E S E B E R A. Four Ys. We say it all the time, but we talk about a lot of different shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take them what we say. <laughs> I don't think nobody does it like this. Lassie. And I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola. I have no joy. I have no joy. That's M W A N J E. Gunning for Leopard. Wow. How do you do this with two girls? I'm like, I'm going to get this play. So I don't forget this day. What to do, family? Episode 198 of Young, Black, and Opinionated. Ladies, how y'all doing on today? Last uh, last recording of uh, January. We're moving right along here. Dude, I thought this was 197. Oops. I was, I was <laughs> going to say, like, why do we keep, you know, when you get to the, the numbers, you be like, why are we still here, bruh? Uh, um, but okay. Right along with trucking. 198. Keep on trucking. Cute. Keep on trucking, baby. Yeah. Shout out to Eddie Kendricks. Rest in peace. Anyway, um, I'm well, though. I'm well. How are you, Lassie? That's good. I'm doing okay. I'm good today. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Sunday. Are you peaceful? Everybody sounds peaceful today. I like it. I love it. You said the perfect zen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, zen. I Zinbo. Like that. that sounds very zen. <laughs> Zinbo. I'm done. Zinbo? <laughs> Z-B-O? Zibo? Facts. Zibo? Why we sound like a French uh, podcast? Zibo? <laughs> imagine us <laughs> like, getting famous for, for podcasts and we go over to France. You know how they had that, that shot of like the crowd and you walking across stage like, Zibo! 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 Uh, we got we got our own little translator. Slide. We don't speak French. We got a translator. Yeah, so that's how the podcast started. Yeah, the extra slob. Yeah, Well, guys, uh, since we're here, yeah. episode one ninety eight. Yeah. As always, I am the peaceful and zenful Reese Berry. That is Ara E E S E B E R R A four Ys. It's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Lassie. And I put the E in Zen. I'm Lassie. Mm-hmm. At Lola Baby on Snapchat. B 
B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at Lacrim Lola. Mwanje? And I put the N in Zen. That's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. You can find me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje, Ugandan for Leopard. Earth a kick. I was about growl. to say, there's no N in your name. <laughs> Yikes. I said, Mark is darling. <laughs> I can find it. I can find that drop. I tried so hard. I tried. I have to go get the movie and then. Ain't it on Netflix? No, yeah, it's, it's not. On one of them it. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it's not on Netflix. It's on. Um, it's on something. It might be on BT. It's a it's weird on, app. It's on Prime. Yeah. I just saw it somewhere. Same. I know it was on Prime. You probably had to buy it on Prime. No, it's somewhere no, free. I thought it was Netflix. Really? No, it mm. wasn't on Netflix. I looked Netflix. I tried. Mm. Um, here, I can go right here and look at it right now. Boomerang. But yeah, I tried to find that drop. Did you see it? Because that's my bro. <laughs> it is. That'd be a dope drop. Does Netflix have Boomerang? Nope. Yeah, I guess it's we on did screen. take it off. It's on yeah. uh, Philo TV, a one-week trial. Mm. It was just, damn, they must have just took it off because I literally just saw it. Because um, she said that when he was walking, when she was walking past, right? Yeah, and then, her. yeah, and then when I guess he fucked her when they were in the I didn't, house. I watched that scene. I didn't hear her say it. Um, well, I don't think you want that, but I just would say get her like growling. Okay. Cause your name cool. is Mwanje, so yeah. But yeah. Is anyway, free on Amazon Prime. Yes, Boomerang is free on Amazon Prime channel. I didn't see it on there. Anyway, um, how you guys doing this week? Everybody doing good? Anybody do anything yeah. fun? Work get on your nerves? What's the word? We say, <laughs> the, we say the <laughs> say the best for last for you. Um, but uh, yeah, work it was a little challenging this week. But um, hey, you know I'm blessed to have a job. You know, you know how that go. Uh, you know I'm here. New week, new me. That's all I got to say about that. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a blessing to have a job and and uh <laughs> be coachable. Yeah, sounds um, jobby. Did you? <laughs> Did you do anything fun, Moanje, outside of jobbiness? Uh, I you know what I, I did some self care this week. Um, did you get a massage? Massage? Nah, I didn't get one. I should have gotten one. Tonight um, I got but, your neck. But I just you know I took some time. Oh, I cleaned my room. I cleaned my room. Now, okay. for those who say that you know you you should have your room clean, hear me out. Um. Uh. That's how you know a lot of times when, when a lot of times when you know you kind of feel disheveled disheveled or disorganized or things like that um i just i just took some time just to organize my space um you know wipe it down just get that lemony flavor vacuum okay. all that stuff like that and it felt great it just felt great it just felt great so and now when i come into my room it's just lovely like it's just there and it just feels great First of all, um, my nigga said lemony flavor. That's cute. Yeah, you know that's how you. That's how you. You know, you, somebody's house is clean. You got that lemon pine salt. <laughs> yeah, smell. Like, oh, you wipe. You wipe down. Jamie, wipe down. What Jamie Foxx said that women come over. She's. I feel comfortable. That was Martin. I feel comfortable here. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I didn't know he had a stand up last year. He did a new stand up on uh, Prime, I believe. 
I think uh-huh. that's old. Doing hard time. I, I don't know if he revamped it or something because people oh. kept saying that. But doing hard time been out since like sixteen or something. So I don't know what he did to it. But oh, okay. okay. Unless he maybe added, so maybe he hit. Right. Let me look it up. See what mm-hmm. he did, but it's not new. I know that for sure. Yeah, it, it took some time. Watch some movies. Uh, and just just enjoyed myself. Yeah. So. Okay, that's Sometimes cute. Sometimes you got to do that. Oh, for sure. I'm an advocate for that. Uh-huh. Lemony J. What about you, um, uh, Lassie? How was your week? Yeah, it was a decent week. You know, work was the huge. Um, but I've been trying to drink a gallon of water a day. Mm. So very, very running to the bathroom every five minutes. Um, my sister decided to be my accountability partner, and she got me this okay. big ass water bottle. Mm. And some workout pants and a waist trainer because we trying to do, be we trying to get snatched. Um, yeah, drinking a gallon of water a day is a task, but yes, it it's is. also fun at the same time. So I am excited to continue to drink more water. Um, what else did I do this weekend? I got my hair done, and I rarely get my hair done because I hate sitting. My ass hurt so bad after I was done. I was like, I'm going to bed. So I went to bed. And then today, I just had Sunday fun day with my friend. And yeah, so pretty regular weekend. Oh, I went to a paint and sip for my mom's birthday, too. That was awesome. fun. Awesome. What y'all paint? Um, A chair. I'll send y'all a picture. Okay. A chair. There's a chair at the beach. I'm just not the... Y'all ready to see my paint and sip uh, outcome? It's trash. It's, it's supposed to be like a fireworks and a city in the background and all this stuff like that. Mine is trash already. Oh, yeah. Let's I mean, see. I can't draw. I just can't draw. You like a boat? Is that a boat? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a canoe so with the sticks to, in This there? is what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> then this is what I <laughs> like a, like a motherfucking, uh, what they call that? Um, like a fucking you know we, with a, uh, People try to encourage you. Like, it, oh, it looks, you know, when you go to the painting steps, you're not good. It, oh my God, it looks great. I'm like, shut up. No, it don't. Hell no. Our instructor was like, oh, that looks better. I would do this. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> I was better. like, damn. Glad what my shit you, okay, went you're at the top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Top. Dude, oh, yo, okay, that shit was like a. Like an almond with a something on it. I ain't gonna jack. Remember, uh, what was that last year? I went to some paint and sip, and it was terrible. It was damn. That's when the world was open. It was so packed in there, like ridiculously packed, <laughs> and I couldn't draw. Like it was just terrible. It was it was man. Like uh, niggas didn't have paint. Mm-hmm. I was using the paint that somebody left on the table from the one before. <laughs> oh. It was so like it was so bad. But it's that's just still in my trunk. I, I've been meaning to throw it in the garbage because it's terrible. I just started doing this. <laughs> You know, I my I gotta. That's when the next thing I'm gonna do when uh, we get warmer. I need to clean my trunk out because I I was rummaging through it the other day. Ugh. And uh, you're a man. <laughs> you're not supposed to have a dirty car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we know uh, you. That's, so sorry. But, anyway, we know you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you get in this car, off. this motherfucker be like, oh. <laughs> 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 sit down, sit down. You're like, bro, bro, come on. Don't put me in there. Don't put me in where, there. Where, nigga? <laughs> Don't say where. I'm done. Don't say where. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, you don't do that, don't do that either. Don't you always like, gotta move something. Gotta, you need to be having a chair in the I back. Do, like, I do hell? always have to move something. That's fair because I'm only one to drive that Joker. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Okay. I see a picture. 
Dude said, dude, you, you sit in his it car like it's better, your first time at a nigga house. Gone. <laughs> you said what? I said, you sit in his car like it's your first time at a nigga house. You don't have to repeat it. You don't have to repeat it. You asked me. I just saw the motion that you did. You don't have to repeat it. You can hunt. You can hear. That's when you got to pat the seat. It's nice. But I saw a painting of a painting that I did from a painting sip like four years ago. That's still in the car of a date I went on back in the day. And I was just like. Day, I, I, I can't believe I went on a date with you. But, uh, okay. yeah. Boy. Okay. <laughs> Was this the one that asked for the money back? Married. No, no, now she's getting married. Oh. Mm. oh. <laughs> that was four years, Ralph. Wow. Yeah, I think so. Roughly. Yeah, roughly. It was 2016-ish. Yeah, roughly. Mm. Two years after college. That's good. That's now funny. That's my shot, too, boy. I was like, hey, I always thought you was cute in high school. You irritating, dude. Here you go. Right <laughs> You're just irritating. I can't deal with this shit. I always knew your potential. Somebody told me. I remember somebody got in my car and had to go back. But it was like, why your car clam? <laughs> <laughs> um, or women cars be the worst ones. Though, that's what's funny because people be they be getting in. Ooh, I'm that's like, just a lash. Really, that's so funny you said that. I was just writing my little cousin about literally just writing her about lashes, but um, no, because like I know I always say it, but it it is just the truth. Like, my dad always like got car washes and shit, so I'm just like mentally trained. Because I remember when I used to be at home, I used to go by his house, I'm like, fuck, let me get a car wash for he judged me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, like, damn, your car dirty, like, like, here you go. But like, yeah, I'll get the inside cleaned every once in a while. Probably a little yeah, bit more now because it was going on, but don't it just be yeah. me in my car? People don't be in my shit, so yeah, it be just be me too. But yeah, yeah, that's funny. I need to get that. But when I get everything paid off, I'm detailing it. I'm getting the paint it's gonna be great. <laughs> now I'm getting, tent, I'm getting tents. I'm getting tents, y'all. I'm finally what? gonna my window. What? Yeah, fam. You be riding around with bare okay, windows? Feel, huh? You be riding around with bare windows? That's gross. Yeah, fishbowl. Yeah. This is how I feel. <laughs> It's not my car. <laughs> that gross. This is how I feel. This is it's technically not my car. So what if I decided to trade the car in before I paid it off? Eh? So somebody else got the tenant windows and the, all the beautifulness of the car, and I didn't put it into it, and it's not my car anymore. You might still want to. So, you could but, still want to sell it after yeah, you pay it off. Of the car but but then anyway. at that time, though, I can I can boost the price up to where it needs to be. Mwanje, you can still tell them what you want to sell it for. You can always. True. Harder with them and see, but it's the same. But I don't want to put invest all in this car and then I Dude, it's still, it's still the like bank's car. And like, trust me, full transparency, I've got my car repossessed before. It's not that's not fun. Right, that's man. not fun. This uh, my week. It's not. It's so not fun. Uh, yeah, about your week. Let's go ahead. This is twenty four. Beautiful week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do your hand because you just. <laughs> All right, man. Like, just, okay. I got repossessed too. I, I appreciate your honesty, bro. Like I, I never knew that, dude. This, you said they had it on the back. It was a what? 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 Say he's like, uh, I'm the only person uh, that did it. Okay, let's go. Uh, move dude, right along. A sleeper. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what a bathing towel. No, it's not that, West. fam. It's coming. It's coming outside and not knowing where your car you is. Said, like, beep, ooh. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> At three in the morning, when you, you just parked it from coming from Casablanca. Stop! <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, where's my car? <laughs> oh, they got you at Casa. Oh, they was following you like a motherfucker. This motherfucker, oh, I'm gonna sit Man, right here. Listen, I was on the east side, and I just, I've, I've gotten my car. I got my car uh, towed at least two, three. I have not. I have trauma when Did I hear. Did you get towed tow like five times outside your own yeah. house? 
<laughs> I have trauma. Remember that last week? He, he just got it out. He got it told again. <laughs> was it winter? It was parking tickets for one of them. Oh, God. It was like back to back. Because remember the second yeah. time, he was like, man, I said it can't be possible. Maybe like, I'm like, this shit, like you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you parked di- different on the other side. Like, no, was you drinking? No, like, what's the No, was you drinking? He said, no. I called the place. They got it again. <laughs> <laughs> the east side was terrible, y'all. Oh, that was, was a nightmare for you. I should pay my tickets, of course. But... I'm glad I had the underground parking. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, it was so yeah, cool. And I look back. I missed that. From you is it was fun. so clutch. Like, so I don't play with those tickets. I read I read the sign <gasps> all the time. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Come on, no, enough about me. What about you? Can't cool. You started it. Um Come on, two boy. hours. Twelve flight. <laughs> sorry, I'm still laughing at you. <laughs> uh, I appreciate your honesty. That's funny. Ahead, um, fun, man. You was, uh, speaking of being upside down like a bat. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what I got it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you come um, on. Um no, I had tell an amazing us. time. It was a great time. <laughs> like little kids. Um, tell us. <laughs> Yeah, look at your hand. <laughs> anyway, so, no, so the, the great thing about um, Mexico, because I mean, it was the place, one of the places that was open. I had to really do no extra shit to go. Um, and they were very, 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 very safe as far as like the protocol or whatever. Um, they asked me like five times. Every person I talked to, I'm like, I'm from America. Like the hotel people, like the drivers, you know, like pointed to oh. a sign like, yep, we're very, very safe here. You don't have to worry. I'm like, it's okay. Like, thank you. That's like, awesome. <laughs> sprayed my bag down. I'm like, mm. Like Kim Parker, like wait a minute, I'm clean. But then you think like, oh yeah. <laughs> and then hey, Miss, do you want some hand sanitizers? I'm like, thank you. <laughs> like, but um, That's it awesome. was great. I uh, like you said, it's only an hour, forty five minutes, two hours from Houston, which is dope. So I ain't really had to sit on the plane for too long. Um, uh, the hotel I was at, it was just like an amazing uh, beachfront, and I had a balcony. So I think I was out there yesterday for like some hours, didn't even realize it. Um, just chilling, watching the sun go down. And then um, I did a photo shoot. It, it's crazy because I'm like, I always skipped over Mexico. I just was like, whatever, but it was open. So I'm like, let me go. But I know Cancun has to go the entire the fuck down on a regular ass day. Because like mm-hmm. I stayed in the area called the Hotel Zone. So it was like, you know, all these little bars and stuff like that, restaurants. And they were still open, but it wasn't like regular. So, of course, they're still like, hey, 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 you want to come? I'm like, I ain't come here to party. Like, I want to be in my own world by myself outside of the activities right. I did. So, um, yeah, I'm like, this shit definitely goes down. Same thing with people. Hey, you want to buy this? And I'm like, just leave me alone. Um, and I did a photo shoot Thursday, which is when I was wearing a black dress, which is dope. And she had me climbing on rocks and shit. Like, I chipped toenails and... Skin Aww. off my toenails is missing and shit. I'm like, damn, this is supposed to be for activities and shit. Yes, please. Um, how did you get that little the flappy part at the back to stay up like that? Was it was that the a wind. wind or? That was naturally the oh. wind. Yeah. Oh, they just caught it just caught at the right time. Yeah, she just caught the wind. Okay. It was just. I just wind. thought like they had like some people in green and just holding up for you. Just just green. The beach. No. I'm done. We were just like at the beach, yeah. Oh, okay. And she was cool. She was, was like cool. a Russian for cool. Like I like people always ask me. I find these people on Airbnb because I learned mm. through about the experiences when I went to Cuba because the laws and shit. You really not supposed to do stuff, but you're supporting the people there with right. airbnb so i just kept doing it and it's really dope so I'll, that's how i find my photographer so i found her she was like russian but she was like living in um i was gonna say cuba mexico for like eight years and um her pictures are cool so she was cool and um 
We did like a whole bunch of beach stuff because I have a whole bunch more, but I'm just I'm just gonna print them and keep it for my disc. My I was gonna say discography, my uh, photography um album and um yeah I was like I was because I really just needed just to mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. get myself together. So then I realized that um, I'm not sure if it's an age thing, but I can only do one activity a day because <laughs> when I came back from that photo shoot, my feet were hurting so bad. Oh no! Like it just—it shouldn't have been that way. It, I'm like, yeah, and I needed. You know how you be like, I can't wait to go just lay down. I'm like, I appreciate yeah. this point in my life because some of the shit. And I think we were like that. I don't remember us doing because you always get that activity break with the hotel bed pictures like that nap in between yeah. activities. I just need to nap the rest of the night. Like I'm good. Like oh, yeah, <laughs> for the rest of the night. Yes. So um, Friday I did the um, uh, extreme adventure shit. And um, it was pretty cool because, like, I was, like, we were, like, in a van and, like, everybody, first of all, they made us wear, like, their masks. I'm, like, I got my own shit. And they're, like, no, you put this one on. I'm, like, mm. And um, I was the first person they picked up. And everybody was kind of spread out. And then, um, you know, I didn't know what they were, but they kind of looked like they was white. You know, back in my mind, I'm, like, damn, give me some niggas. And um, then the niggas come, as in black people. So then we get to this last place. And wherever they stayed, it was, like, off the hotel area. So I'm thinking we getting close to the place and like he go down this long ass, like you ever go to somebody's driveway that's long, but this motherfucker mm-hmm. has speed bumps. And I'm thinking we going to the place. It's another <laughs> hotel and the van going slow. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we pull up. It was like a black chick. So I'm thinking like, oh, okay, cool. So she waiting on somebody. So I'm, I'm listening to a podcast. I'm just sitting there and I hear like somebody like this motherfucker. I'm like, oh, okay. So I look up. It's a black dude. He going off like. Yeah, this motherfucker act like he can't let me go back upstairs. Tell me, so we gotta go. And then he looked in the van because he thought like he just seen the front. He's like, ain't even enough room in. <laughs> so he didn't look in the back. So all the black people like, you good, bro? And I'm like, this is why I love our people because we know how to calm each other down. So like, uh, we get to the place and I just love us. We just always start mingling with each other. So we were just all cool. And then, like, uh, they was like, what was, what was you upset about? He's like, no, I'm never going to tell me. Because I guess he left his swim shoes and he was mad. So he uh-huh. had to buy some there. He was like, he's talking about something we had to go. His bitch ass. I'm like, black people. So they were all, like, well, most of them <laughs> black, Hispanic. I, you know, they were, like, black. But, like, some of them were Hispanic. Um, they were from all, like, New York. I think Baltimore and, like, Philly or something, like, Tri-State. And they're like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Milwaukee, but I live in Houston. So, they, of course, they go, okay, H-Town. I'm like. Right. But um yeah, it was cool. It they uh first we did the zip lining and it was funny because that same dude, like him and his wife, like you could tell she I was just laughing. So he, <laughs> they looked like they were about our age, but I think they were like in their late thirties. And <laughs> it was this white dude, like his wife reminded me of like Trump wife, like you could tell they were Russian or hey, something. <laughs> the way they were talking. Because she had like this thick ass tan. I'm like, why does she? like? It was just ridiculous. But she on this orange swimming suit. And somebody was like, she ready for her pictures. Like, God damn. Like, real <laughs> activity clothes at. So I wasn't paying attention because I was in front of them. So, you know, they go one by one. You come up the stairs mm-hmm. or whatever. So I'm standing there. So dude come. And he like, man, uh, this motherfucker got on these little ass shorts, bro. And I'm, I don't know what he talking about. I'm like, what is he? like? Because he was going off already. So I'm like, what you talking about now, bro? So... This man comes behind him with like some tidy whitey ass shorts on, like <laughs> all balls, everything. I, and I'm like, his wife had on this, it was a cute swimsuit, but it was just like, man, where's your sports bra and like little shorts? 
So he's like, this motherfucker got on his motherfucking wife uh, shorts, man. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, it, <laughs> you know how you know. <laughs> I thought you about to say white beater shorts. No, his wife shorts, bro. Like, and he just going on first because at first I'm like, why does it matter? But it was just funny because he was just like, this motherfucker behind me and shit. Like, what the fuck? And I'm just air, you know, oh, I, yeah. you know how we get down. We just rolling. So yeah. I think they must have heard him because they start talking in their little language after we finished zip line and it disappeared. So I didn't even mm. think about it until we was from the switch activity. This motherfucker got his swim trucks on. So his wife was like, now how come he can't just wear those? <laughs> he probably talked about them. Right. But so I, I think they switched groups because he was talking shit. <laughs> um, oh. It was fun though. Like the, they, we did like, I think as, as we switched, as we kept going, the zip lines got higher. We did like three or four. So the last one was Ooh. when we flipped upside down and um, it was cool. Spider girl. Yeah, you stupid. And then we switched to um, the ATVs, and some of that shit kept breaking down. And I was like, "This is why I love with black people," because like the dude, one of the dudes kept like sliding in front of me. Because first of all, it was like she was Asian, and it was like her Hispanic friend. They were just like so scared, but it was so cute. And then they like crashed into like, <laughs> so like you know everybody stopped. So we looking forward like what happened. And then, like, she's like, oh, my gosh, she crashed. And I already told you, like, if you crash, bitch, you got to switch because you ain't finna fuck up <laughs> our shit. So then, like, that's why some of the pictures, I'm at the end because I had got caught behind them. So I'm literally, like, bitch, and then they like, oh, you can go around. You're right. So then somebody else, little shit broke down. So we, like, in the middle of, like, the forest. And then, like, she, they was coming behind me because they was going that slow. And she literally, she was going to run into the back of me. She's like, ah! I'm like, ma'am, it's okay. Like, you're fine. Like, Because I would have ran into a couple people, too, because they stopped so quick. But that was fun. It was kind of short, but whatever. Um, and then we went, it's called the Cenote. Cenote, sorry, I don't speak Spanish. Um, and it's like this little lagoon thing. Mm. And it's it's weird because like when swim I got up, there. Swim up bar? Huh? Was it like a swim up bar or something? Hell no. It was just a oh. big ass hole. And like when you see them people jumping oh, in little oh, shit. Oh, okay. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah. So um, you can zip line, basically zip line in and let go. That's what I did. And I, I like, I planned on doing it because of course, because it was like, you're the only one that bought a towel. And I'm like, yeah, I read the directions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I um, bought a swim cap off top. I'm already had my shit. And they was laughing because all the black folks laughing. So when we finished, I came out with my towel on. The black chick was like, yeah, all the other people was like, what does the swim cap do? And I'm like, come on now. Like, come oh, on now. Because I were laughing because I was like, I just got to relax her. So the black dude was rolling like, sister, she just got to relax her. She out here. So some people didn't do it. I was surprised. And the chick was like, my husband can swim. He's like, uh-uh. And then when I jumped in, when I came out, he said, I saw you panic down there for a minute. And I had to figure out what the fuck I was at now. But like when you go down, because I went and like put my foot in the water because one dude jumped in ASAP. And I'm like, bro, like, so he was like, just come on in. So when I came in, like, I don't know. I don't really do animals. You can see like the fish swimming and shit. And I'm like, mm. Mm. <laughs> hell of it. I feel about the ocean too. I'm like, this I, is not I, sexy. I don't know about that. Yeah, same thing. But this is like, because when you off the shore, it's like you off the shore. But when you like see the shit, like it just wasn't sexy. So I, that kind of turned me off. But it was cool because I kind of got the warm up to the water. Somebody, but when I got out, something about being up there, it was just like, do it. So one chick went, but she talked to her for a minute, whatever. And of course, you know, my name in Spanish is very simple. So people get comfortable saying my name. So she like, come on, whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm sitting up there like, all right, what's up, sis? Let me get my shit together. She like, okay, step back. And I'm talking. Step back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but she let go. So wait a minute, bitch. Like, that's why I'm like, those pictures were so ugly. Like, I'm like, I could be that ugly. Like, I was like, it was like, I'm bracing myself. You, I don't know if you know what you look like when you bracing yourself. That's like my face when I brace myself. Because I know I do it, but seeing it on camera is mm. ugly. I would, I'm trying not to do that ever again. 
And like <laughs> when I hit the water, it was because I had on the life jacket. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh my God, can you please hurry up and float back up to the top, please? And um, I did. It had like a rope if you needed it. But I'm like, oh, I can really swim and shit. Like, it's just cool. I was moving. I was asking you, can you swim, all right? I thought yeah, you I could swim, but that shit is like, it was like 50 feet deep. I'm not, uh-uh. Yeah. We're wearing a swimming, a life jacket. Like, yeah, yeah, no. I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, six feet maybe because I'm 5'10". But <laughs> 50? Like, as a whole. It's yeah, like the no, little mud thing. and um, treading water. Yeah, in Columbia, that mud thing was really deep. But because of the mud, it just, it didn't really matter or whatever. But um, yeah, so I came back out and then one of the dudes, his friend was just in there the whole time. I'm like, come on, bro. You ain't going to get in there. He's like, oh. I said, you don't want to wear a life vest jacket and look like a little punk. Little punk. <laughs> He's like, low key though. I'm like, just do it. Just do it. So he actually did it. Right. I didn't think he was going to do it. So he jumped in because I was like, I'll do it. I ain't like that. I'm like, you don't even know me. Believe in me and shit. But um, I did. that's when I jumped in again. And the only reason I did it was because one of the chicks went before us, her picture was so cold. And I'm like, damn, let me give me a cold picture. Like, it was cold. <laughs> but my face was ugly. So I was like, I can't even posted like the, the pose was cold but my face was terrible um so i jumped in the second time and it was fun like i had like an amazing amazing time and then we came back and they like fed us like some tacos and shit and they do all this shit where they try to make you buy a whole bunch of shit and it's like eh, i'm good on that um yeah then came back and i just chilled um i think i was yeah i was because i got plenty of like war scars like i had this scar on my like here here on my foot yeah. on my legs it was just yeah. feet was hurting it's it's the way of the world. It was fun though. So I think I got something to eat, chilled out. Cancun cuts. Um, yeah. And then yesterday was my birthday. So like I said, I just I did another photo shoot um with somebody else and um it was cool. We went to like another beach and um maybe she'll get those back to me soon. I don't know. Um yeah, I had a couple of drinks. I didn't even realize they had Fat Tuesday, so I went to Fat Tuesday. I went somewhere else and whatever the fuck they had in that daiquiri, I was lit. I'm like, I can't do a photo mm-hmm. shoot drunk. This is terrible. So I had to go chill out before I went out. And um, yeah, I just went to the beach because the beach at my hotel was beautiful. Like they had the public beach right behind it and they had like the hotel shit right in front of it. You just walk down the stairs and go out there. There wasn't too many people out there. Like you could spread out. So I didn't really see no issues. I didn't have any problems. Um, no new beaches? I don't know. I didn't really experience all that. But yeah, the area I stayed in, like I said, it was like right in the heart of the hotel zone. So I'm pretty sure on a regular ass Cancun day without COVID. That shit shakes ass. Cause they were still playing all the music. Loud as a bitch. Miss. I'm like, I'm not coming into your club. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, uh-huh. go away. Um, but yeah, was I had a packed? really. No, I don't think so. It was just mm. like you could see some people out with their friends or whoever doing like hookah, like cause they had like the shit, the booths outside. Um, oh yeah, nah. Yeah, and, cause it wasn't. It was probably like one group of people I saw sitting out there. But other than that, it was kind of, and it was early too. So I don't even know what it looked like later on, cause I didn't come back around yeah. there. But um, like when I say early, maybe seven o'clock. So yeah, but I had a good time though. That sounds like fun. That sounds like, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that it would be more fun. That sounds like fun. That's more fun than it would be pre-COVID. Cause I don't know how it would be just being around all those people, and but I guess now we're in COVID, kind of like it kind of feels like eh, being around all those people, yeah. You know what I mean? I guess that makes sense. No, it's more relaxing as opposed to party, party, party. Yeah, well, that's what I went for. I this this time around, um, because I was actually gonna go somewhere else, but my job was like, well, you know, it's busy season, and they don't know what the fuck to do. So I was like, okay, let me figure out some other shit. So that's why I was like, let me do something within the time frame. And it worked out because I plan to come home uh, today anyway, which is Sunday. 
Um, but then of course they changed the sit where the 26, you need a COVID test to come back. So that wouldn't have bothered me, but I wanted to like leave earlier to go somewhere else. Um, but all in all, it was fine. Um, like How I said, did the COVID I, test work out? I don't need it. You don't need it. I'm just oh. saying you need it starting at 26 to come back to the 26. United States. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, damn. But in certain other countries, you need one to leave. Like they'd be saying three days before you leave, you need a COVID test. And I get it, but I'm like, so what if you catch COVID with between the three days? So, <laughs> so <laughs> what if I'm know. only there three days? Yeah. So I, like, I get it, but I was like, let me just do something. And I'm planning to go to like Walmart or something to do one of them tests. Um, my coworker was telling me he did that somewhere. Just because, but I feel good. Like I don't, I had, I, like, I just was really in my own bubble, but like I had an amazing time. And I always tell people, cause a lot of people question me cause it was somebody else that I knew. I don't really know her personally, but I guess I met her online and she, like every year she write me like, was this another solo trip? And she's like, damn, Mitch, like I be, I wanted to do something and I couldn't do it. Cause like people would, wasn't down and the same shit she said last year. I'm like, you gotta go. Like, you gotta go. I be yeah. telling people, I don't wait for nobody. People be thinking I'd be lying. I'm like, no, like I meet people where I go and go to fuck home. You say, you eat your drink, you go to fuck home. Like, I just, like <laughs> and that's the that's type beautiful. of fun I like to have. I'm not always, yeah. cause people be like, what the fuck do you like? My mama was like, you did what now? <laughs> and my auntie was like, you, did you fall in the water? I'm like, yes. You, you see the splash <laughs> next? She's like, you be on some other shit. But I'm that like. That is the best trips because you can do whatever, whatever you, you want. want to do. You know what? At I'm going to get up pace, and go eat. At your own time. At your own convenience. It is the beautiful. One thing I do want to do, though, is and I never got a chance to do it. Is drive in another country. That's one thing that's on my bucket list is to drive in another country. Other side and all. I want to I would love to do I that. I would That'd probably do that so versus great. like Mexico because Mexico was I wanna say regular, but they had like Avis and budget. Like you could probably easily get a rent a car. Like even when I was walking through the airport, they were like, Yeah, you miss you want a car? I'm like, nah, bitch. And I don't really it depends on where you go, because I don't want to have to drive if I don't have to. But um True. Yeah, but I would love I to it. go somewhere like um Europe is not like my top destination, but it'd be dope to kind of go somewhere like the. If I drive, it would have been in South Africa. It was just a whole oh, different place. Fun. It was yeah, on the other side of fun. the street, and their highways were cute yeah. too. So, um, and they have those little mountain areas and stuff like that just to see. Yeah, off the yeah, but like beach. go to different countries while driving. Maybe like, Germany or you know you like go to different states in America, but you're when you're driving, you're going to different countries. Like it's crazy. We well, go to different cities too. Man. I mean, you could drive. It's a country too. when you're in the next place. I saw something Next that showed place. people driving from like Seattle to like the bottom of South America, which I that's, thought was cool. But I'm not doing it. I'm not, you know. That's a lot of driving. That's a lot of driving. Regardless, I'm just, I don't know. But yeah, I had I, I had a, another successful trip. Um, that's beautiful. My plan and is, during COVID too. So yes, it's doable. My plan is yes. to always um, do my photo shoots each year as I age just to look back. Because I was looking back on all this stuff and I'm like... Those are probably the best trips that I had. The ones were because I was telling, I was just telling my sister. I said when I went to Cuba that first time, don't nobody know, but I was scared as fuck. And it wasn't just because I was by myself. It was because I was going to a place that you technically couldn't go, and some of the shit was changing because of uh, the administration change. Because Obama did so much for them, um, them is in Cuba, and then like I was literally reading like whole a whole bunch of shit on Trip TripAdvisor and Reddit about like well, what happens when you come back at Border Patrol? Like they ask you about that, and people's like ah, and I'm like all right, so I, I just did it, and it was like um, I think the first time was fun, but the second time was amazing, um, and then so was Colombia too. Like it's just all these people. Like the dude that took my pictures the first year in Cuba, he I put it in my story. He was like. 
like thankful that this administration was done with because he's like you know all the people that work for like cruises was out of jobs like you couldn't he said something about not being able to send money back to people in america or vice versa and he's like it was just horrible for us and like mm. we only 90 miles away from this country being in the united states and he was like and everything that they do like truly affects us i'm like wow and he really like he really mentioned like the um the entrepreneur like you know millennial entrepreneur basically like the young people like this really is a big change for us so hopefully it does benefit them because you never know but yeah so that was it though i had a good time it was fun what's up yeah that is what's up it's crazy because before um like i looked at the flag in your post but i didn't look at the flag and i was like damn i want to go to mexico for my birthday and then i looked closer at the flag and i was like oh it's a Mexican flag, yeah. They're open for sure. Like, um, what, I think the guy I met in um, <clears throat> Colombia last year, he's from Mexico City. So I saw him like riding bikes and stuff in his neighborhood. Oh, wow. Yeah, he did tell well, me that. He did hit me up. Like, you, you come to Mexico? It was fun. Well, before when I was in Colombia, I haven't talked to him, but like, we'll watch each other, each other's stories and stuff. But yeah, it was. I'm glad um, you picked that up, Lachi, because I, I thought she was in Italy for like two seconds. I was like, oh, <laughs> girl, countryside of Italy? I'm like, you know. Flags yeah. should not have that's the same Mexico. colors. If somebody's yeah. already used it, give it away. Already used it. Find another yeah. color. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm I'm not going that far. Um, because I actually was planning to go far, but I was like, I don't know if I'm in the mood for that right now. But it was perfect. I'm glad I kind of live where I live now, because maybe from Milwaukee, yeah. it would have probably been almost four hours. Um, but it was like basically a flight to Milwaukee. It was about an hour and a forty-five, two hours straight through. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yep, no layovers. Came straight through customs. Custom wasn't. This is probably the best experience I had going through customs. Everywhere else, the line was longer. Like Columbia was the longest fucking line ever. Like it was wrapped. I'm like, this is some bullshit. My phone was gonna die. Um, Cuba was just different Ooh. because your phone don't work at all. Like I know, it's like you just nothing. <laughs> and it was just different. Like it was just. Like, I remember when I was in line, they, they they literally asked this white couple, like, what do you come here for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was over, and they were like, and they didn't ask me that, but it was just funny that they asked, like, basically, like, what you want? Like, gave them the little squint and everything. Like, they're like, uh, uh, I'm like, oh, shit. But um, they had the Mexico, maybe, I don't know if it's because of COVID, but like, I was in line for maybe two minutes, came straight through. Like, it, everywhere else was long. So, uh, praise God. Praise God. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah, so I had a good time. I had a that's my goal. I'm always looking to do some cracking shit for my birthday and have some memories. And that's that. So, however, I still wanna wanna give a shout out to our top ten listening cities because you guys are very important to us and you support us. Um, number one, Columbus, Ohio. Number two, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, three, Cypress, Texas, four, Potomac, Maryland, five, Irvington, New Jersey, six, Houston, Texas, seven, Newark, New Jersey. Eight, Atlanta, Georgia. Nine, Slidell, Louisiana. And ten, interesting, Bullhead City, Arizona. So, hmm. shout out to you top ten listening city people <clears throat> for listening to us and staying in our top ten. Mwanja, you want to tell them about that handy dandy phone number? Yeah. Uh, yes, ma'am. I, I would love to. <laughs> um, <sound> so, <laughs> uh, I was reading something at the same time. And I heard Mwanja, handy dandy, well, no phone number. Oops. Uh, yeah, Texas at 414-240-8398. We'd love to have you join our community. We say this every week. And um, that's because we want to grow our community. We want we want new family members to be a part of our, our, um, our community, our family, so we can have these reunions uh, once COVID is over. 
because uh, we would love to, you know, see you, meet you, talk to you, greet you, you know, all that good stuff. And also, too, while you're at it, you know, take our survey as well. Uh, we want to know who you are and, uh, you know, basically how you and also how you uh, interact with our podcast. And if you join our community, we can send that survey directly to you. No need to search for it. But if you are searching for it, definitely check out our Facebook pages and our other links as well, too. We'll have that available for you. But thank you for those that have already joined our community. And thank you for those that have already done the surveys. Once again, if you uh, participate in our surveys, you know, you might have an opportunity to get uh, some YBO merch. And speaking of YBO merch, I'm glad you asked. Um, we also have some available as well, too. We still have some crews. Uh, and we also have some T-shirts as well. So definitely go ahead. It's getting colder outside. It's snow today here in Milwaukee. Um, so definitely you want to have that crew on. And uh, Lassie is actually uh, donning our, our uh, one of our YBO crews here, uh, the black crew. Doom, 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 doom. Yep. Uh, so definitely go ahead and get that um, because, you know, support us. You should. We're young, black. Like Nene Leek says, support me, bitch. Exactly. So <laughs> definitely support us here. I got to get that um, clip. just... Three millennials that uh, just, you know, report the culture as we see it. So um, definitely support us. But other than that, once again, please, 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 414-240-8398. Love to speak with you. Um, and I know some of you have given us your numbers as well, as, too, as well, too. And we're working with um, our community to definitely get you uploaded and taken care of. But by the but but all that to say is, is just text us. Text YBO. Hmm. At 414-240-8398. And we will, we will get you added to our family. Welcome to the brotherhood. Mm -hmm. uh, Sister, welcome to the family. You know what's Thank so you. funny? Real quick, I wore that black and a bra shirt. And you know I had that mm -hmm. since we went to South Africa. And I never wore that. I took it on every trip. Really? And I never wore it. <laughs> Until I was like... You know what? Since I'm gonna do some activities, I like I had it for so long and never wore that bitch. I'm like, I'm so my, joint, my bro, mama wore it. Ain't never, ain't never decided to go overseas in years <laughs> since she was younger. Listen, I, I worked like did not wash well because <laughs> my plane is gone. <laughs> really? Yeah, my you, plane you, is did gone. Did you wear it in South Africa? South Africa? Yes, I did. I did. Maybe I, I did wear. It. I don't think I, I don't know, but it's just been in my closet in the yeah. box for years, and I was like, I was like, in the closet, I need a like, sweater, or a hoodie, or something. I got a hoodie, I believe. I was like, I could wear, um, so I could wear a YBO shirt, but I'm aware it is. I'm just kidding, but um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, y'all. But I like the like, material, What's that? right? You said me. Just <laughs> 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 All right, listeners. Um, depending on how are you listening and where you're listening, you can find us on Apple Play, <laughs> Google Play, Stitcher. Spreaker. I keep saying Apple Play, Apple Music, Apple Podcast. Sorry, they changed it. Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Make sure you guys tell a friend and tell a friend because that is how we, as a podcast, and a community continue to grow. Well, um, Reese, you kind of spoke about it earlier um, in your recap of your uh, gorgeous vacation. Um, and uh, we have a new administration. Who's gorgeous? Me and gorgeous. Um, we have a new administration. And it was. Thank you. Uh, it was. It was <laughs> I heard what you said. I was like, let me ignore that. Um, it was, a it was very, very, it was different because of COVID, of course, but it was very, very, um, it was good. It was really good. It was really good. It wasn't Obama-esque because of the, uh, like I said, because of the, um, factors of COVID, 
kind of you know took away a lot of the a lot of the stuff but it was great seeing uh current vice president uh kamala harris uh kamala harris excuse me um be uh be sworn in um the first everybody like to say the first woman this is the first woman that's being this no it's first black woman um person of color uh if you will but i prefer black black woman um you know, being sworn in. Uh, I like how they say the first gentleman um, as well, too. So it was great. Um, s- some of the highlights for me uh, towards the end, uh, well, that's, that's before towards the end, I love how we got to see Ms. Harris, or excuse me, uh, Madam Vice President Harris uh, interact with Obama and Michelle. Michelle rocked it. She killed it. I mean, you could tell there was a stark difference from when Trump was inaugurated to uh, now we have the uh, Biden-Harris administration being uh, inaugurated. And it was just it was just dope to see. You could tell like people were just happy. Um, the prayer was great. The poem was amazing. Like I heard now that woman has young woman has uh, young woman. She's 22. It's so crazy. Uh, she has uh, uh, two million followers now, like. Like it's just it's just amazing to see, and it's I'm, I'm so happy, and they got to work right away. Like there was no games, they they appealed some uh, um, repealed some of the stuff that that uh, Trump had going on, and more so with uh, join rejoining back the World Health Organization and uh, working with Paris um, uh, again with climate control, and it was just great. Ladies, what what were your thoughts uh, in regards to the inauguration? Um, I didn't really see it. I was at work and my coworker was watching it behind me, but um I didn't really get a chance to mm-hmm. partake. I mean, I saw what was posted on social media. Um Shell definitely rocked the fit. Um, but as far as anything else, I didn't I wasn't really watching, so I have no further comments. <laughs> yeah, I was um headed out of the country, so I was actually at the mm-hmm. airport um just trying to catch as much as I can. Um, I think I seen, I remember Garth Brooks coming on. Um, I did catch a little bit of the poem that, uh, I'm sorry, I forget her name that she did. Um, and I did, I think at that time I was seeing like the Michelle and uh, no, um, Barack, um, memes, um, and pictures, which was dope, uh, cause they both look nice. And, um, I think I maybe seen a clip of, or something about Jennifer Lopez singing, but other than that, yeah, it was just kind of skimming stuff before I got on the plane. I didn't really indulge too much. Um, thought it was a great time. I saw, I think I saw Joe Biden speak a little bit. I was kind of in and out too because I didn't want to just sit on. I was watching it on Facebook, so I didn't want to just sit on the app all day. Um, but yeah, I think it's a historical time. I know he has like a very diverse cabinet. Um, we're still looking to see what Joe gonna do, so I'm still kind of side eyeing because you never know. Um, and I do recall hearing certain things in regards to um, some of the. Um, uh what do you call them um executive orders that he pushed through immediately um not all of them but i've seen some things uh, some things people question because of their own beliefs and ideas and thoughts which is understandable um but yeah i think it was um seemed to be a nice event um especially because there's covid going on um because of the threats that you know i'm sure that they got um because of what just happened what two three weeks ago at this point um, so to me, it turned out, yeah. seemed to be a great event that happened, um, for them. Like I, like you said, I mentioned before in regards to the guy I know from Cuba, the photographer, just to know that these things like this, um, matter to them because we like, when you think about like when we're in South Africa, you realize how much we control, 
Um, even if we're not, you know, directly controlling it, it's some some way a part of everybody else's lives where it's like we thinking we on vacation and motherfuckers like, oh yeah, so you Hillary, you Donald Trump, and you like, oh, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, oh, yeah, I'm South Africa. Why you care? But you realize like you're. Remember we were in the room. It was on TV, raggedy ass TV. Like why why we see Hillary fuzzy? Like what the fuck? Like come on, I want to see this shit. So yeah, you you think about how much it just matters not only. Like to us, just these other people in these other countries are always involved too. So, look like a good event. I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I wonder if motherfuckers paid attention to this shit like they do today, like back in '88 and shit with Reagan and them. Like, uh-huh. what, like what? Or '80? Like, what? What did that look like back then? I'm gonna go on YouTube and look this shit up. Like, I need to see a different inauguration. Like, was it this deep? So, I know it's a tradition, so it had to be right. But I'm curious to see who sang and. They have some niggas come up there and sing like Beyonce sang. And I'm done. Uh, remember she sang at last. They dance. So. I'm just scrolling through just to kind of kind of get the temperature of what the inauguration was for uh, the internet. Um, and it's not funny, but it's like kind of wild. So uh, it's crazy how just people can just pin an article and it just be on the internet just to to, uh, to consume. And it says here the New York Times says the Trump accusers are. Uh, are hanging out on Zoom and they were just watching. So all of them got together and just started watching the inauguration. And um, and some people said one small step for man, one giant leap for womankind. Character matters. Represent us. Uh, congratulations, Vice President uh, uh, Kamala Harris. Um, or is it Kamala or Kamala? I keep always messing up. I heard it was Kamala. Kamala, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris. Um, I said Kamala, Kamala Harris. I sound like an idiot. Uh, yeah, but you know the person that really stole the show on on uh, inauguration day was uh, Chairman Biden. Um, and or excuse me, Bernie. Excuse me, Bernie or Uncle Bernie, as uh, the Bernie kids would call it. But <laughs> uh, Bernie Sanders uh, was, you know, he was caught uh, in mittens and in this coat and. Uh, you know, basically staying warm. I mean, the man is what eighty some years old, um, so uh, he's basically staying warm. And you know, the internet took that, and oh my gosh, they had a field day. The internet could be a magical place field sometimes. Day. And uh, yeah, I mean, we caught you know caught him on <laughs> on the boat uh, with uh, Bird Box, uh, Sandra Bullock from Bird Box. I mean, where have y'all seen him? I I've seen him um, on in a wrestling ring. <laughs> it's just been everywhere. Paintings. Uh, where where else have Milwaukee. y'all caught Bernie? In Milwaukee, <laughs> in front of Miller Park. That's crazy. Where did, was he in uh, Cancun, uh, Reese? Uh, on the memes on the internet. For me, yeah, I don't know about anybody else, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what was dope about it though is that Bernie, being the smart man that he is, he decided to go ahead and make a uh, a shirt, and uh, the proceeds were going to charity. So shout out to Uncle Bernie or Bernie Sanders or Chairman Bernie, as they call him right now. Barn. So yeah, so so yeah, it, it was it was a solid. I would say a solid inauguration. It wasn't mm-hmm. crazy. What I really did like, though, is as a tradition, the last uh, presidents would get together and they say their remarks on the new president. And with that being said, uh, Trump wasn't there, of course, but it was uh, uh, Bush, Obama and Clinton. 
and that just showed it's just so funny how this white white black guy you know it's just so funny but yeah. it would have been black a white white black guy white um but of course you know trump you know sulking in his his loss so um but yeah all in all in all solid inauguration um excited to see what this uh administration is going to do mm-hmm. um i do believe that they are sticking to um, they, Joe Biden in that inauguration, like I said, the woman, the, the woman that did the poem was black. The painting that they, uh, decided to choose was black. Uh, Eugene who helped, uh, I believe say the Senate or the house, um, he escorted, um, Madam Vice President Harris and her, uh, in the first, in the first gentleman. Um, so it, it was definitely, they definitely paid it for it forward with, uh, some black people at the inauguration. So, um, kudos to the Biden administration that are these niggas want to fuck jt um <laughs> hell okay it's xrt srt um yeah that's what's up um i know he did um extend the student loans being frozen until september but like nigga wipe this shit away mm-hmm. what you doing shit don't hear this shit i mean thanks but <laughs> peel that shit up to 50k and turn it off like what the fuck yeah then we can talk yeah Turn it, turn it I like, That's what I'm waiting for. I like the one where they say, um, you might as well forgive them now because I sure did. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I definitely forgave them. Anytime that paperwork roll in, you say, you can get the minimum, bitch. You say, support <laughs> me, bitch. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's what's up. So I don't know what you want me to yeah, say. Shout out to the inauguration. Shout out to the new administration and like I said, just excited to see. Wait, let me ask what y'all, what was your favorite Bernie Sanders one? My favorite one was um I think I shared the one with Blanket when uh Michael oh, Jackson held him over the balcony. Then the other one was <laughs> then my other one, two I had three. So then it was the one with the OJ gloves, the OJ had on the gloves that Bernie had on. And then when he was holding them up, <laughs> then the other one was um him as Tyree or him as being Rames, uh, like putting Tyrese in the headlock and baby boy. Now that shit was funny. So <laughs> those are my faves. Those are my um, faves. I I like the one where he was like a teacher in front of the class and he was like, I'll wait. And it just, cause it just reminded me of Moanje, that one mm-hmm. episode where he was like, I'll wait. And I'm like, dude, dude really sounded like a teacher. And then the one I just sent y'all, he on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. <laughs> Bernie funny. So oh, had man. some very it, funny ones. Yeah, some very creative ones. Uh like I said one uh there was one where he was in an old painting. And if you see the painting, you know which one I'm talking about. I don't know the exact painting name. Where it's like uh some I don't know who did it, but they cry, it looks like he's actually in the painting. And it's just the, the internet is just a magical like I said, a magical place. I'll send it to y'all as well too. And then uh, the one he was wrestling, uh, he had somebody like arm <laughs> wrapped up. It, it was funny, man. It was shout out yeah, to shout out to the, yeah. But it's like imagine teacher. imagine putting him in a um, Tyrese in a headlock because every time I see that picture, I just oh, like, that one was funny as a bitch too. I hear mom. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. That was my favorite one because he was replacing Ving Rhames and he had like oh, the little man. mittens in front of him. Mama. That's right. Call for your mama. Yeah. But um, I forgot <laughs> <that> one. <laughs> that's one of my faves. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh to Bernie. Let's, let's talk about um what they say Danny Lee. Let's talk about Danny Lay and um shit she said. My little babe. Um, it's more so. I just want to talk about more so of colorism. Um, well, you just, gotta start with why. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, for the bigger picture, but uh, let's let's go into why. Uh, how Danny Lay so how did you get news. here, nigga? Or uh, Danny Lay is in the news right now. Um, so Danny Lay had a was in a makeup chair, so, so uh, sort of similar to the Rodriguez lady who was in a makeup chair, and she said, "Nigga, um, I need to get out of these makeup chairs and stop singing songs." <laughs> this is starting to become a trend, but um. She was in a makeup chair and she played a snippet of her song called Yellow Bone. And the internet went a frenzy uh, after they heard the song. One, because <laughs> the song was trash. And two, because she is claiming to be black and Dominican and black. Whereas we've known her as an artist to be more so Dominican. And it spurred this uh, conversation over colorism and things of that nature and as we know her boyfriend is uh the baby and uh the baby's mother and <laughs> the baby's mother the baby's uh baby mama uh or mother is is a dark-skinned black woman and you know he's championing this uh light lighter woman um and it just sparked the whole conversation i actually got into invited into a clubhouse room where there was women very woke dark-skinned black women having a conversation about um about this and the conversation was really was really uh it was really tamed it wasn't aimed towards men in a way where you f- i felt attacked or anything like that but they really posed a question and, and say why do black men put a battery in the back of these light-skinned women and don't uh do it for dark-skinned women and i don't know what are y'all thoughts about that i know y'all not of the quote-unquote of the super darker hue but you know, y'all got some tin in y'all skin. Like, how do y'all feel about that? When Dan and Danny laid comments about her portraying to be a yellow bone. You want to go? You want me to go? I can go. Um, so let's start with the fact that. So I did. I didn't know what she was because I. I thought I knew she was. I thought she was mixed. I never heard her say nothing bad. And then at this point now, I'm like, damn, did she say nigga before? She probably has. <laughs> Big yikes. Anywho, I never heard anybody that wasn't black say the phrases red bone or yellow bone. So I guess for me, it just kind of threw me off because it's like, if you're not black, why are you using this term? But I don't know. I think I'm not the gatekeeper of colorism. I'm When it comes to that, I'm in the middle doesn't mean I don't notice stuff that goes on towards light skinned women or darker skinned women, but like mm-hmm. I've never experienced it personally. I've never, I just never have. So when it comes to that kind of stuff, like I've seen people, I saw people tweet over this weekend, like it's light skinned people job to learn about colorism towards dark skinned women and something, something, something. I don't want to misquote the tweet, but that's kind of what it was alluding to. And I was just like, I'm so confused. I'd rather just say, let's tell her, let's let's tell her she can't say the word and why, or explain to her. I mean, I think also she was just mad because people were saying the song was trash, but regardless, um, yeah, if you're not black, don't say it. Um, here's my thing. Like, I never, I don't, I don't really think I've heard many of her songs, and there's no knock to her. It's just I just didn't. Um, I think I was just kind of starting to learn more about her prior to this happening anyway. Um, didn't really know what she was until of course all this stuff happened as far as her race or ethnicity. 
Um, my thing is, I think I did learn more about her, honestly, as she started to pop up in the shade room and shit with the baby and the shit going back and forth with the baby mama. So when I initially saw it, you know, then I heard a clip of the song, which I was like, eh. But um, I knew that his baby's mother was like brown skin. So that was my first thought. Like, okay. <laughs> like, what was the purpose of making the song? And I know somebody was like, well, or she said it too. Like, well, there's songs, you know, empowering, you know, dark skin or brown skin women. Why I can't empower my yellow bones? I'm like, or, or no, she didn't say empowering. She said, you know, making it like a preference thing or, you know, making dark skin women better, whatever, whatever she said, that's basically what she was trying to say. I'm like, but those songs empowered all shades of brown skin, including right. yellow. <laughs> like your song, <laughs> you're just saying, yo nigga, which is fine. One step. But then if you're saying that, we know the situation because of what the shade room got going on, what you would, the situation between you and his baby mama is. And like you said, Mawanjay, knowing that she's brown skin. So it's like, what is you saying? And then I think I, before I left uh, Mexico this morning, I saw she came up with another thing and it was like an apology. I'm like, she ain't even apologized. It's just reinforcing what she said, which is fine if you want to stand on what you said. But to me, you still sound, she still sounded stupid because people, I heard people was like, well, it's a preference. Yeah, it's a preference, but it's like, you're sparking and you're putting a battery in the back of the colorism division. And like Lassie mm. said, if if you're not black, like the only time I've heard people re- reference red bone, yellow bone, whatever, is within the black race. I've never heard any other race say that. I don't know if they have those. I know it was documentaries that they said they have the problem with the dark skin and light skin in Dominican Republic. You know, people don't want them to bring a dark skin woman, like dark skin man back home, whatever. I've, mm-hmm. I've seen some stuff like that. So I don't know if they say stuff, but... I predominantly hear that in the black community. And like you said, if you're not black, then why are you referencing that? If you said at one point you was Hispanic, you was like, you know, Latina more to the white side. That's what it is. Now you Afro Latina. Come on now. Like what you can't pick and choose. But then like, like I said, her apology today or whenever she did, it was just kind of like, she just said what you, you said what you already said, bro. So, but that's what, that's the part that got me where she's like, there's songs about that. I can't empower my, you know, I can't put on for my yellow women, you know, my light skin women. Like there's songs with brown skin women or chocolate women putting on. I'm like, you're call, you're causing a, a divide, sis. These songs are for right. all shades of the hue. Like Beyonce yeah. had every color of people in her video. <laughs> like, what is you talking about? So it's just like, it's just causing a divide. Like I said, I don't have a problem with preference, but and to me, for the baby to sit there, I know that's your girl for you yeah. to comment under there, yeah. under her post. Like, yeah, I agree with you, babe. Like knowing that your children's mother that you slept with, that you was, oh, I think at one point when he like fighting for their relationship because of whatever mm-hmm. he did prior to her, it's just like, that's why I don't play these games with people like that. So I'm just like, <laughs> kiss yeah. my ass, bro. But like Lassie said, as far as dealing with colorism, I haven't really dealt dealt with it directly. But there's one time I remember, because one of my cousins, she well, both of my cousins are actually um, light skinned. Uh, I'm probably, me and my sister is probably the only like brown skinned ones. But like as far as my age group, my one cousin, she's real yellow. And she dated this guy. And we were like in high school. And I would never forget, because this was my first time seeing him in person. And he get in the car and he was like, oh, you cute for a dark skinned girl. And I'm like, huh? And that was my first time ever. Like, cause I've never consciously thought about it. Like, I think for me, I noticed these things when people say people do so, but it never really was like a thing for me. But when I heard that, I was like, it made me pause. Like, oh, y'all really be on that? Like for real, for real. And then I will never forget that moment. And I'm looking and she just sitting there staring. I'm like, she just in dumb land. I'm like, okay, like. <laughs> Alrighty then, like it just, 
it was just like, I've never thought about it until that moment. So I always hold on to that because I know people that probably do. And, and I remember being in middle school, like the real dark skinned women being mm-hmm. picked on and talked about. Yep. Like, I remember it was a girl yeah. in our class in eighth grade where no, we were in the seventh grade and we had to like walk through the eighth grade class because it was like a side way to get up to like the lunchroom. And she would go around because they would talk about like the eighth graders would talk about her so bad because she so was sad. ashamed. And like now it's a thing where you were some some people. You know, they fantasize and fetishize being, you know, your little chocolate drop or, you know, my little Hershey's kiss or whatever mm-hmm. folks they call women these days. And I get it. Like, people people had a preference and now chocolate is in. Like, they said, light-skinned uh-huh. men was in in the 80s, whatever you want to <laughs> do. But just some stuff is just like, when you're really, really causing that divide for no reason, it's just yeah. like, I think it, it was a battery in the back for her. Like, somebody said... Says you really had an issue with the baby mama and the shit backfired on you. That's mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah. Cause I don't think people really knew I that. I think it's Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I was gonna I was just gonna say, I think it's sad too when people um how the she tried to use, well, darker skinned women get uplifted all the time. Yeah, because you got people talking about them, going out of their way to talk about their skin tone and make mm-hmm. them feel less than when they shouldn't. And uplifting darker skinned women isn't putting down light skinned women but if mm-hmm. you're putting up light skinned women to put down dark skinned women then you're wrong yeah yeah you're like wrong. i said it's it's like it's not you're not empowering you're like literally causing that divide when there's right. no reason so yeah like i said i like i noticed it but it's nothing that really affected me but i've always like you know i think i've seen shit where it's like oh light skin i'm like okay fine because it, it just you know it is it's a thing because I can understand where there's a preference, but like we all, we always typically say when there's like the disrespect that comes with the, like the whole white woman over yeah. a black woman or whatever. Right. There's no dis- disrespect with it, but like if you, I just feel like if you got to do all that explaining and then we like we, we know all this yeah. shit going on with the baby and all this shit is just like, fam, like literally his his whole baby mama is like brown skin, <laughs> like for real, for yeah. real, like y'all was just beefing, like come on now. So let's explore. <laughs> let's explore this. Um... One of the conversations that out of that room, and once again, it was a, um, it was great to have three dark skinned black women be moderators because we got a chance. I got a chance to listen and learn, and just shut up and and listen. Um, one of the questions that was brought up though by one of the men um, was, how do you play into factor the one drop rule? Um, and for those that don't know what the one, one drop rule is, it was developed in the 19th century as a way to keep. Um, black people down uh, or to keep um, children that were raped by um, uh, not children, excuse me, uh, help to keep women uh, that were enslaved, uh, raped, that were enslaved and raped by the quote unquote master or the plantation owner um, to keep their children enslaved as well too. Um, What do y'all feel about that? Because you raised a good point, Reese, like, you know you were wrong when you started claiming that, oh, I'm Dominican and also I'm black. I'm 2% this, 2% that. When you were trying to cop, please. But what do you say to those that say, hey, I'm black because of, quote unquote, the one drop rule or like the brown paper bag rule and shit? The brown paper bag rule as well, too. Um, or those that are, I hate to say this because I don't like to call people this, but racially. Ambiguous. ambiguous where you kind of like eh, they're they might be black i don't know or like a logic that you know might use the word nigga and he looks more he trends more on the white side than it's black side like how do y'all feel about that like should obviously we all look black we all look black but those that are kind of amb- ambiguous like 
where how do you feel about them maybe using nigga or or um you know them trending on the light lighter side and then just trying to more appeal more to their black side as opposed to maybe their other race if that makes sense here Danny Lay is truly black we didn't we we haven't seen her be black until now when it's beneficial for her what are your thoughts about using blackness to benefit yourself i.e. how Danny Lay is doing right now well, I don't necessarily agree with it. I think that if you are truly black, if you want to go buy a paper bag, brown, whatever rule, whatever. But I think it should just be truly who you are as far as like if you are like technically like you have that drop of blood, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But like if you're using it to play size, like say if you are racially ambiguous and you like one day where you like, well, I'm, like, for example, when I worked at an old job, this guy was like... I think he was Mexican or something, but he was kind of racially ambiguous where he could have looked white. So I remember one of my coworkers saying like, he always played the card to like the white people when he, when he had conversations with them, the way he talked and the way he talked about other races or he'll crack these jokes about black people. And I didn't really know him like that. Cause some people would just kind of let it pass. And I'm like, what dude on? And they're like, Oh, he always liked that. And I'm like, I ain't from the fuck with dog. And then like, they were saying how, when it came down to certain things, he would always be quick to check Mexican or like Latino uh -huh. or from this race on in a box when certain things benefited him. And I'm like, okay, I get it, but when you you know you doing it like that to cause like this divide and then just it's stuff that can affect people because of the conversations they was talking about was just like <laughs> for real, bro. So I think when people do that, it's just like you can use whatever you want to an advantage, but I just don't think it's right at all. Um, as far as yeah, like a logic, what is he? Is he black? I don't know what he is. Logic he is, is black and white. He is he's black and white, and he you know if you look through his career, most of his songs, which is why a lot of people give him criticism. He plays along with, hey, I'm I don't I'm black and I'm white, and I'm not I really don't fit in the white crowd, but I also don't fit in the black crowd. You know, I I, I guess my question is like you and you kind of hit on it with the with the Mexican um dude coworker. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about people that play to their stereotype or to their race when it benefits them? As you know, some people like say, for instance, Malcolm X uh, from One Night in Miami. Jim Brown kind of had a conversation with like, "Are you mm -hmm. doing this to really help our people? Or are you doing this to prove that you're black?" Come on, the movie you know? shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, type thing. And you know, he made a point saying that you you light skinned brothers are the main ones, you know, in the struggle helping the cause, whereas you light-skinned brothers, y'all can pass as white. Y'all can get away with it. Whereas the dark-skinned brothers, we have it, you know, dark-skinned brothers and sisters, we they have it they have it harder. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess I'm exploring that a little bit because I never really thought about it being, you know, that complex in the sense that if you're yeah. black, you're, you're, you're black. You know, to me, like, you know, there was a whole movement, there was a whole thing about the uh, people saying like, no, you shouldn't say black lives matter. You should say all black lives matter. I'm like, well, whether you're gay, straight, uh, cisgendered, whatever, Six transgendered, you're, if you're black, you're black. black, your life matters point blank period. So it, it, I didn't, I didn't need to see the cause of it, but that was a big division in that too, where people were saying like, you should say all black lives matter. You know, it's like, oh. you know, it's funny when I was in Mexico, like when I was like buying stuff and like you can just you know how I you know how I get down when we was in South Africa. I'm not finna you know you're not finna swindle me because I'm from America. So I'm going back and forth with the people as I always do. And the dude's like, Oh, sis, I give you a good price. He said, you know, you know, you're you're um what did he call me? He said, You're you know, we like to call you guys, you know, we you know, we charge we charge the lighter people, white people more. And I was like, 
okay. <laughs> he was like, you know, you are our Latin friend from the north. That's what we like to call you guys. I'm like, so are you trying to play towards me right now? So I can, so I can buy some shit for you. <laughs> what the I was like, and two people literally said that to me, like two different shops. Like when I was walking down the street, they stopped me. Everybody tried to stop you, but one nigga said five dollars. I said, huh? But um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't even need shit. But um, I just thought it was interesting, and I'm like, damn, what'd you tell them? They maybe they just be willing to buy shit. I don't, I like, I don't know. Maybe I should have stood there with a white person to see what they did. But I just thought it was interesting that they, you know. They know what to say to certain people or to kind of be like, cool. Or it could be like a real thing. Maybe they feel that way. Because I think one of them tried to insinuate whatever he was saying. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't know. I just think that whatever you are, you need to truly be that to say nigga. Like, if you black, don't be white and saying nigga. Like... But I think when you are racially ambiguous, it does get tricky. But I feel like if you're if you're if you're treading the line or trying to play both sides, I think that's where it gets sticky because you're not I really agree. sitting on either side of it. Not saying pick a side, pick a side, but I think you need to be true to both sides if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't just sit there and I don't know, like, because I don't really know much about Logic. I just really seen him on a Breakfast Club and it had really nothing to do with his color. Was that Charlemagne yeah, shit? <laughs> um, so. But I did hear, like, I don't even know if I heard his album. I don't even know what he sounds, his rap sound like. So I don't know. But I, but I do know that he does look like a white man. But it's just something. I think sometimes with some people, you can tell their features look a little bit like there's some other race in there. Um, just to me, honestly. But I think he has some very small but distinct features that be like, okay, you might got a little something in you. But other than that, I just yeah. just don't don't try to tread. Just, I, I don't know. Just... Make sure you're true to yourself and whatever your your race or ethnicity is. Don't just be trying to be playing in the middle or pick a side because it benefits you that day. Like, I don't know. I agree. I yeah. think it's a tough topic. I think politicians be doing that too. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like Reese said, it, people trying to use black culture for whatever to advance themselves or whatever they're doing. One, if you're not giving credit, you bogus off top. But two, if you not black and you are saying things that you probably shouldn't be saying i think a lot of people know that and then you get the excuses from some people well i have black friends and my black friends let me say it or i grew up in the hood and they let me say it like i don't care um i had a previous co-worker she's mixed black and white um mom was white she had a black boyfriend and she was I'm black this, I'm black that, but like she would often say things and like I don't understand why black people are scared of the police. Hmm? But see, I think that comes in where when you were talking about um people were talking about light skinned people or with the Danny Lay, like they need to be mm-hmm. uh they need to be wanting to learn that. And I just feel like yeah. if you're both or like whatever she was doing, Danny Lay picking she's one minute she not, next minute she is I think, yeah, you do need to educate yourself. Like, cause I'm not finna sit up here and tell you what the fuck you should know. And I don't want to say it's a dumb question, but I'm sick of this shit. It's too much shit going on for you to be asking questions like that. Like whether exactly. it's now or 10 years ago, like it's yeah. shit been happening for decades, centuries. Right. So it's just like, when you keep asking these questions, I get it, but educate yourself because clearly there's a reason why you're ask- asking that question. So I don't know. Exactly. I just get sick of that shit. Like, you know, I don't I understand. Uh, come on, man. Like, I'm black. What do you want me to tell you? Like, what's with Miss J? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's and it's tough too. And like, I've I've seen where I there's a person that you know identifies as black, but obviously they're they're mixed race, 
and people, you know, they have a conversation. They're like, yeah, we're all black people and we're doing this. And they're like, oh, I didn't even know you were black. Oh. Or you, you <laughs> might say something like, yeah, this room is a black room. And then you'll see that one person like, oh, I didn't know such and such was black. <laughs> you know? And you're like, yeah, I'm black. You know, I, I, I don't know how that feels. And that's why I say when I say I don't know the complexities of it because I had never been down that road. And not saying that it's not complex. I just I, I just don't know the complexities of it. Me- and like I said, once I once you identify as black, regardless of what your race is or what you're mixed with or whatever, you're black. And, you know, you you. You are part of that club. I hate to use that word, but you're part of that club where we have an experience where we've been down. We've we've been we're a product of slavery, point blank, period. That's yeah. not who we are, but we come from that. I agree. But that's our woven one thing, history. One thing I just thought about, though, is woven in the history. But if you think about history within itself, outside of race and color, just for example, when we talk about these laws needing changes, if we go mm-hmm. by like a brown paper bag rule or like a one drop rule, those mm-hmm. may definitely be rules. But as time goes by, you might have one drop in you. But some stuff as it as time goes on, like now somebody could have one drop, but don't know nothing about black culture. Could have grew up yeah, completely so on the white side. So it was like. Yeah, you got one drop in you, but do you really get it? Are you really like within the culture or whatever? But I want to ask y'all about, um, because I remember when I worked at a job and sometimes we would have these conversations and, you know, you looking at white people like, huh? And one white guy, I forgot what we were talking about. Obviously something with race. And he tried, I know I think I was doing my homework at work. And of course he was player hating because I was able to do that shit. And he was a little bit older than me. And he was just like, he basically tried to mention something like affirmative action and how like, you know, black people get to use this stuff to, um, you know, play towards them as far as, you know, the educational system. And I'm like, because there were were issues for us at one point. So they creative created oh affirmative God. action. So it was like so interesting how, you know, it's on subject, but off subject, like people, like, like I said, it, well, I guess my question is, is there a way where we play towards our own race or our own, you know, the marginalization of certain, like certain things that we couldn't, um, you know, have access to at one point. Cause I thought it was interesting. I know I didn't agree with him, but I'm just looking at him like, you really believe that <laughs> like, <laughs> you really believe right. that. Like you really, really want to flip it to try to make it a thing. Um, but yeah, it, it, that's one of the questions that always pops in my mind too. Like, is there a way where we play towards, you know, stuff that happened to us because people really be on that. Like, well, they created this stuff for black people, so I'm like, all right, bro. Like, there's a reason why. Do we lead, lean into our marginalization? Is what you're asking. If you want to put it that way, yeah. Okay, I just want, yeah, that's why I'm just trying to clarify to make sure I understand it. Um, I would argue, I think we lean into it only when it comes to culture, because for the most part, I mean, we don't really have anything that. Oh, like you said, with the um, with affirmative action, that was because we were um, because we were ostracized and we weren't given the the uh, proper opportunities to be in in these certain places. Um, but I mean, the only thing I could really say maybe is you know if you have a business and you you know you were black business, uh, yeah, but. Other than that, I think we really lean into cult when we're marginalized. We lean we lean into culture because I think that's where we strive in. I think that's where we find our most strength. That's why people say, "Well, you, you shouldn't just be an entertainer. You shouldn't just be a basketball player, athlete." But we dominate those industries because of our talents and our abilities, our natural given talents and abilities. And um, 
unfortunately most of the people that own those industries market out of us and once again you'll see a little bit of remnants of that in one eye miami which i will be talking about giving my flowers to but we dominate those fields we dominate those cultures um and and it's just something that white people or just our counterparts really don't dominate in um you know we we came up with rock and roll we came up with soul music we came up with these different blues we came up with these different genres and of course it was taken from us and then utilized against us so if i'm answering your question correctly i think we uh-huh. do lean into our marginalization uh and strive when it comes to our culture i don't think there's ever a correct way all the time to answer a question just to answer okay. the question um yeah well that's how the cookie crumbs on that one yeah mm-hmm. i don't know yeah and nothing major um in this next topic here just black history month just want people to be aware um when you're listening to this um black history month is here <laughs> do your research <laughs> do your research watch documentaries if you're not a reader if you are a reader um there's so many books in history uh in our history that you can read um and <laughs> I'll, what i'll do is i'll just uh maybe if y'all willing to do as well too, curate a list of different books you've read or books you're interested in reading and People can get more information on black, not just black history, but just black, period. I know top of my head, um, the assassination of Fred Hampton, Asada. Um, even if you look into African African history, you can uh, take Trevor Noah's book, uh, Born to uh, Apartheid, Born to, I think his book is called Born in, Born to Crime or something like that. I think that's what it is. That's what I read. Um, uh, I have a book called God Strike Me Dead, which is letters of uh actual slaves um and their brutality and, and being beaten and things of that nature so i'm going to dig into that book so there's so many different books but be aware of your history and of those that are not um people of color um be aware of our history as well too well i think We're it's also important to say too that days. black history is american history i think um yeah. you can separate it of course because i think we all as black people should know that but these other races need to know it too, because it is American history. Matter of fact, we built yep. most of the shit anyway. So um, yep. remember that. That's one thing I want to say. I always remember black history is American history. Um, as far as any books or anything, I'm a huge documentary fan. So there's tons of things you can watch on Netflix, not directly reflecting like history, but just about, you know, certain people that may have changed or affected history. You got like a Sam yes. Cooke documentary. You got, I'm about to watch one yes. on PBS. It's about like black women. It's like about Pam Greer, Cicely Tyson, a couple different people. I forget. I got to turn it on and get the name of it. Um, as far as books, um, I still need to finish um, The Assassination of Fred Hampton's book. Um, I'm reading the Black Panthers book by Bobby Seale that he wrote in, when he was in prison in the 70s, late 60s, early 70s. Uh, Soul of that Brother. I'm still reading that with um, George Jackson, which a lot of people um, really recommend. Um, honestly still trying to get into it because it's like letters that he basically wrote to people um so like to me some more are more interesting than, than others and um yeah like you said asada the my favorite one still is the first one i read this summer which was the stokely carmichael book um which was very i think it was important because uh, you know they may seem radical these days as far as what they wrote um because he had a co-author i can't think of his name right now but um they did come back in 92 and kind of update us on their thoughts. So 
Yeah, you, you can dig in. You go to Amazon if you want to buy them or do Kindle. There's like they'll literally recommend books for days to read. Um, yeah. The documentary that I'm going to watch on PBS is it American Experience? I think because I usually watch Frontline. Hold on, it's American Masters. That's what it is. Some of their stuff is on Netflix too, but American Masters: How It Feels to Be Free. Um, the inspiring story of six trailblazing black women entertainers. It came out the 18th of January. Um, and I just remember, like I said, Cicely Tyson, Pam Greer, I think Nina Simone, a whole bunch of other people. So they're just going to have everybody kind of talking about it. I guess. I don't know. So, awesome. yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll make sure I work on that list and we can post it and pop it in there and pop it. Uh, recommendations. <laughs> so that'd be pretty dope. That'd pop be in, cool. You know, um, work with us. I was just going to say real quick that Target also has a pretty dope Black History um, Month section. Um, a lot of you, a lot of people know I have a niece. She is Hmong and Black. And McCoy kind of commented on the fact, like, that's so cool that she gets to learn Black stuff and Hmong stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I want her to know both of her sides, so which in turn will teach me about Hmong culture. So... Shout out to Target for the stuff that they do, and it's it's some really dope stuff. So I would oh, check out Target. That's what's up. They have books. They got they have books, journals, shirts, hoodies, all types of all types of shit. Oh, I got a Target gift card too. I might have to dig and use that to dig into it. I was gonna buy some might deodorant well. there, but now I can buy a book. Not deodorant. <laughs> Go to Walmart for that. I'm just playing. Um, Facts. Yeah, but that's what's up. It's a native. I got to throw in that um aluminum free. Got to throw in that Whitney um, and Bobby thing at the beginning again. It's Black History Month. <laughs> we need another month. We need a longer month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I put that in there last year, so it could be a traditional thing. All right. Well, guys, let's move on to random shit of the week slash weekly revelations. Anybody got any flowers this week? Speaking of Whitney and Bobby, um, I watched the Bobby Brown story this weekend for the first time. Mm. Um, so shout out to Gabrielle Dennis and Woody McClain and Bobby Brown. Um, I think, first of all, it made me so, it confused me and it made me feel heartbreak um, for Bobby Brown. I mean, he really went through a lot in his lifetime. And then it just confused me on his relationship with Whitney. So I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. But all in all, though, I thought it was very, I thought it was a, a good little uh, special or whatever um and I just I really love Bobby Brown's music um don't be cruel album that's my shit um and I'm gonna pull a Mwanje today and do a pluck I'm gonna pluck from BT actually because I'm just not understanding why the um Rough Rider Chronicles or No Limit Chronicles are gone why Y'all literally just did this, and they're not on your app anymore. Hmm. Trash. Interesting. That's really trash. Is it on Plus? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't no, it's look. not on Plus. Mm. I lo- I'm logged into yours. It's not on there. They took it down. Mm. It's not on. It's not on demand or anything. So, kind of sucks. Mm. I wonder if that has something to do with the their agreement. I don't know. Mm. Interesting. Sucks. I didn't watch the Rough Riders one. Um, I think I was confused because it went so quick. 
from uh, the Master P one and No Limit to Theirs. And then the first episode, I was like, is this the yeah. first episode? And I just didn't even go back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did watch the No Limit one, so. That one was good. Yeah, except for the little acting scenes. but <laughs> Yeah, <that's laughs> yeah they can keep I, that. I know y'all tell me to watch it, but I, I like when I when I do watch it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what y'all was talking about. This, that, and the other. Now, now I don't have an opportunity to. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, the no, no, limit one was good. Yeah, I want to go back to uh Bobby Brown's story and Bobby Brown. Um, I think Woody um he's done a good job to take himself because I before because like I've seen some of his skits because I remember he would do like the like the Bernie mm-hmm. Mac voiceovers and shit. I never knew him as Woody. He was just oh that guy, and then he did the movie and he put himself <laughs> not put himself self in a position, but that's just what people do when you in a prominent role like that. For yep. people to call you, you know, Bobby Brown. So like when he first start, started on Power this season, Power Book Two, people mm. was like Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown. And then he he literally moved from being called Bobby Brown to, to being called Kane, <laughs> which I, like, yeah. and I think that's great because people still like Juice Dora. Like luckily her name's still Juice Dora, but right. like she was on Housewives of Atlanta. Like people still still tell me to this day that they hate me. Like, and I'm like, yeah. bro, that was like 15 years ago. So, um. Good for him. That's what I want to say. And Bobby Brown, like I, I said this before, it's like he got to start another life. And not to say it's good mm-hmm. or bad, but just to see all this stuff happen to him, like his daughter, his ex-wife, yeah. his son now. And it's like he knew he's newly married to a whole different person, got smaller kids. Like you got a whole yeah. nother life. Like and I just think that's very, very interesting for somebody who's been through so, so much. So much. Oh my so, gosh. So, so much. Yeah. So, 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 so much. Take yourself that shit made me sad after I watched. I was like, yeah, like because when you get to the end, it's like, damn, Bobby, this is a whole new life. Like when he's and I didn't realize, yep. like I said, the chick from Bro, I didn't realize that was the wife in the movie. She played the wife, so I was like, oh, that's Pam. Now that I know, <laughs> but yeah, so and she was he was causing her ass problems too. I'm like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, but she wasn't going though. Yeah, she, I'm, <laughs> but <laughs> she like Mwanje throwing shit in the car, but <sighs> yeah, well, Mwanje. One night in Memphis. Just kidding. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, one night in Miami. I alluded to it. It's really good. Um, this is, and it's actually a fictional take on that uh, night that uh, mm-hmm. Sam Cooke, um, Muhammad Ali. So, so that's a long ass night, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, Malcolm X and Jim Brown. Um, even though the movie was about two hours, it went quick. Um, it glided along. Uh, really good. I, you know, now looking. As a creative, uh, and I'm happy to say that now, but looking at his creative, I, you see some of the shots and you're like, oh, wow, she faded it. She There was a scene where uh, Cassius Clay and, um, and Jim Brown were talking and Jim Brown was telling Cassius Clay, like, hey, um, and I started a movie. I think I'm going to get into that. And act. the scene was dope where Clay was like in front of a mirror and then uh, Jim Brown was in front of the mirror and then the way it faded out Clay and then it faded um, out Jim, but he was visible in the mirror. So you mm-hmm. could see it was just dope. It was just dope little tricks like that. That was, huh. that made the movie tight. But um, I really like how they highlighted Malcolm X, but I really love how they highlighted Sam's cook and Sam cook and his, and uh, his incredible, incredible, um, hand in the culture if you will especially in music i mean he was getting money from white folks that didn't even people didn't even Mm -hmm. know it i like the scene where he was talking about um 
Because I think it was like one of the scenes where I think prior to that, I don't know, to me, it was like some scenes where, you know, they would have their back and forth. And, you know, one scene, like, oh, he got the best of him or he got the best of him. And then, like, you know, he kind of came back, like what you just said, like, nigga, uh, Bobby Womack wanted to do the song. But I'm like, no, I'll give it to them because I'm going to forever be making money off of that. And now the song keep playing and guess who's getting paid? And then, you know, and then, you know, Malcolm yeah. X was looking like, oh, what you got a point there? Well, you're a shrewd businessman, but still, you know, he was trying to say, you know, he was trying to argue about Dylan. Mm, um, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, who made this song about um, oppression. And he was like, you don't have a song out. So the movie kind of alluded to uh, Malcolm X kind of encouraging Sam Cooke to, uh, inspiring Sam Cooke to to do uh, Chains Gonna Come. I have to say the actors were really great, but I do have to give kudos to the Sam Cooke character. He was the uh, actor that played Aaron Burr in Hamilton. And I had just watched a little bit of Hamilton again. And I was like, is that? That is dog. So shout out to him, man. He coming from play to doing a movie and all this stuff like that. A lot of people don't like doing that, uh, but um, or people can't do that. But um, he did a great job, and uh, Malcolm X did a great job as well too yeah, uh, for him Malcolm to be British <laughs> from the UK. At Gospel Oaks, I believe, or Holy Oaks, okay. I believe, in the UK is where he's from. And um, Hank Aaron passed away as well too. Uh, bas- basketball, I mean, excuse me, baseball legend. I was like, um, um, wrong sport. Yeah, right, wrong sport. Uh, what's unique about him is that he kept every single hate mail um, that he received. Uh. And it just fueled him to be great. Uh, so, if you are here in Milwaukee, um, Hank Aaron, his trail um, is throughout Milwaukee and things of that nature. Uh, he was definitely a brewer. And um, yeah, it's just it's just you know it's. Uh, and he also played for the Atlanta Braves as well too, and he was a Dodger with the Atlanta Dodgers slash Milwaukee Braves. And he was killing it. Um, and then last but not least, um, growing up Milwaukee, that is a um, documentary produced uh, by a Milwaukeean, and I should grab his name. I should know better to do that. Thought but uh, what's unique about it is that it's going to be premiering on HBO Max. Uh, I thought it was I a woman. February first, so um, that's dope. That's huge. Yeah, I think it is too. So, um, yeah, Tyshawn Wardlaw, Wardlaws. It's a woman, I think. Film feature documentary. Um, it's a woman. Oh, she's, she's oh, woman. sorry. That's that man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. See, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, shout out to her. Uh, her pronouns: mm-hmm. her, she. Um, yeah. So. I don't know up there that's huge that's huge so shout out to her and uh congratulations too that's that's a big that's a nice feat that means a lot of people will be watching that movie that documentary excuse me and those are my flowers long time coming i was born by the river i was shaking that ass being over popping (laughs) pussy who said sam is turning in his gray but um it's still a good song to this day. To make a record, you, he made a record. I was in awe that he made a record that is timeless, that is will live forever beyond him. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's that. Amazing. And um, what's that one song? Now what's going on? Inner City Blues by Marvin Gaye. Every time I hear that oh. shit, I'd be like, God damn, that make no sense. Um, what's that? Fifty years later. My flowers this week are gonna go to my bir- go to my birthday. I talked about that already. Hey. Um, I just think in general you should really just love your birthday. Like, it yeah. is a holiday. I just Listen. don't. I was just talking to my sister earlier, and she was like, "You just be like, 
because we we just be talking about like how people be questioning what the fuck I be doing and that her about it and she just be going off and it be funny but um just love yourself more just do what you want to do like I don't know that's just how I live you know I do what I gotta do I do what I want to do if I can let me say that um yeah and then my um other flowers are gonna go to the temptations uh, I don't know. I just turned on BT Plus. I don't know why I got. I didn't pay for the little month, so I'm trying to use it and shit. And it popped up on the little top, like Temptations, and that's my motherfucking movie because I actually had a DVD. But I like that little. Um, I'd be cracking myself up, like the little singing parts, like when they go to the Copacabana. That is my shit. And I was because I had learned dance moves years ago, but I kind of forgot them. So I'm literally over here pressing rewind like a crackhead. Like, and I know it looks stupid if like if I had recorded myself, it would be wrong. But I felt like the way I was doing it was right. And I'm like, and then like literally my watch was like, it, you know, it vibrated. It was like, are you running indoors? I'm like, <laughs> these funny. motherfuckers got down, okay? And David, like Leon, is David Ruffin. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like, yeah, that shit, like. I don't know. It's just it's just so funny to me. Like this motherfucker, little because I know clearly some of the shit is fabricated. But when they turn the spotlight on that nigga, like think about put this in perspective. That's like us doing a YBO show or some shit live, and like it's somebody else turn to talk, and like one of us just walk in late on purpose, and then like we got like a little chant at the end. You walk in and say that chant, and then for you to just do your main, like it was just disrespectful. Like he walked in. Oh, what's his name? Eddie Kendrick's like, you know, his lead singing song. And the way his, he always played it so cool. And the way his eyes cut, like, oh, shit. And then the way he came, he literally came in and do, and then like, okay, thank you. I'm, I'm like, every time I watch it, it's just a classic. And he did kill it though. It was just, but the reason why I like it, because like I said, a lot of it is what I heard was fabricated, but he has an unsung episode. He been David Ruffin. And a lot of these people, if you think about like grandparents and even people before them, they've been through a lot of shit where they come from. And yeah. just to hear like his son was saying he used to just beat his ass for no reason at all. Like just beat his ass. And when, one thing I was just talking to my mom about it because she had said she just watched it. I'm like, yeah, I, I never forget his son told him. He said, my dad needed love, but he got fame. I was like, oof. Mm. and um yeah you just hear about the womanizing and you know just certain things and i felt bad for him too because he was like yeah my he said it twice he's like my dad did not get dropped off in the middle of the street my dad did not die in the middle of the street he died at a hospital because in the movie they just show him like being pushed out of a fucking limo and then that Damn. was it so or like remember when uh blue died it was like he his mama told him to get the cornbread out the stove and they were like blue. The next thing you know, they was at the funeral. So it was right. like, <laughs> right. And you hear like Smokey really gonna miss you. Ah. <laughs> they had the real Smokey Robinson. That's what was funny. But um, <laughs> dog, like, right. Oh, that is my movie. I used to watch that when we was kids, bro. Yeah, that was, I didn't realize that it was a miniseries because that because I went to sleep. I turned it on. This is how you know that movie Long as a Bitch. I went to sleep, <laughs> woke up, and it was. Smokey Robinson was singing at the end. I'm like, damn, this shit's still on. Um, but I was just saying too, like Norman. I'm gonna give my flowers to Norman. Uh, that's not Norman. Norman Whitfield. Norman Lear is a dude that wrote Good Times and shit. Norman Whitfield. I think he died in like 2009 or something. I did. I think in his his unsung. I think they kind of said he was a little assholeish, but he wrote a lot of them motherfucking huh? hits back then, like Cloud Nine. 
um a lot of because they said he didn't even want to do like the psychedelic shit because he thought it was gonna like fade away but he just wrote it anyway and it just shit become hit like hit after hit because if you watch the temptations the dude uh samuel from um soul food the movie mm-hmm. bird yeah. he played him in um in the temptations movie uh you could tell he kind of had that asshole flavor like i got money i got people that want my hits what's what's tea but the way they was writing them hits back then and shit like Cloud Nine, I'm like, I don't think I heard nobody sample some of this shit. So I'm wondering if there's like a clearance issue or nobody thought about it. But I think Cloud Nine would be a cold ass sample. Some of them song or a psychedelic shack. And I had them laughing on Twitter. I'm like, Cloud Nine Cloud is literally Nine. like motherfuckers talk about being high. And like this motherfucker said, you could be what you want to be. You ain't got no responsibilities. Every man in his mind is free. So then I put the little Elmo gift. I said, motherfuckers probably said, shit. Shit, probably the club probably went up. You hear me back in 70. <laughs> the club was already up. The club went up in 68, okay? <laughs> Imagine being high. I do said. <laughs> Remember when Paul was drunk? Oh, that's my favorite saying. He was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And then I like, because they be having Otis, like, narrate me. He's like, and they had to do Richard on the side of the stage, like, singing for Paul, because they didn't want Paul to come off stage. But he was he was slurring, so I guess Richard was just singing. He was sweating. I'm like, why are you sweating from the side of the stage? And Otis was like, poor Richard. <laughs> <laughs> he was more nervous singing on the side of the stage than he did with us back in the olden days. So I'm like, I'm done. Oh, my God. I remember I did all this research on what had, what really happened to Paul. I'm like, I was really digging in the files on Reddit and shit. Like, what really happened? Because all that should be a mystery. So, but a shout out to them days. I bet you it cracked so hard. Can you imagine going on a, to- a tour like Motown? The Motown Review on a hot-ass bus with no air conditioning? Oh, my God. Ugh. And then the white people turn around in that truck. And I, back in the day, I always thought they said, bring your reader writer asses back up north. And they said, bring your take your freedom writer asses back up north. I said, well, I was dumb. <laughs> I said, bring your reader writer asses back up north. But imagine, imagine if the uh, there was an amusement park reader where you can go back in time, like literally go back in time. That's the amusement park. You could actually see that stuff I, I couldn't do it i wouldn't be able to do it oh man like, imagine you go back in time yeah and you see like your 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 great aunt your great great aunt mm-hmm. so your whatever and you just see them or like depending on how far you go back yeah your mom you know um it, it'd be interesting like it, that, it'd be crazy that'd be crazy david be said crazy. i got something for your asses i got something <laughs> so david calm down that'd be crazy Dude, i don't even know how you would do that i was like, a dumb kid no, Did I guess you, go you back didn't know. To like the, the major, major moment. I just didn't like, know. Kind of Maybe like, I do not know what Freedom Riders. I don't know. Because I was under my freedom dog. Riders. I'm like, they said Freedom Riders. Because I, I swear, I used to like, I used to literally yell, "Take your reader rider asses back up." <laughs> so then, when I got older, I said, "He said he clearly said Freedom Riders. Take your Freedom Rider asses back up." And he shot two times, and David was, like, "I got something for your asses. I got something." David, you ain't got no gun. I'm like, Black folks be quick. You ain't got no weapon. You better stop that shit. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, you get older, a lot oh, of stuff get God. clear. I don't know why. Yeah, I, for some reason, too close got clear when I got older too. I was like, when I was It'd a kid the listening lyrics, to that song, bro. it was I I didn't really realize what I was singing or uh, made some you words kid, up, put in some words. But now I'm like, oh, this dude is hard. Clubhouse, what? Clubhouse is not valued at a billion dollars. It's still in the beta version. Ooh, we okay. Um, that remind me, like I was looking at some of the lyrics to these songs, like "Beauty's Only Skin Deep," bro, like. I get it, but like yeah. this motherfucker said, my friends ask, what do I see in you? 
Imagine somebody telling you that. My friends be asking me, what do I see in you? But it goes deeper than what the eyes can view. <laughs> you have a pleasing personality. And that's an ever-loving, rare quality. I said, okay, David. And what's my other part that he said that took me the fuck out? He said, a pretty face you may not possess. Damn. But what I like about you is your tenderness. <laughs> that motherfucker know how to make some shit sound cute. Mm-hmm. I'm ugly, but and I'm then, tender. I'm and good. then in the movie, he walked up to this like fat white lady and she was like, oh. <laughs> he said, so if you're looking for a lover, don't judge a book by its cover. He said, "Get you ugly." He said, you, ugly one. "He said, basically, he said you may not be fine on the outside." No, he's no. He said they may be fine on the outside, but so untrue on the inside. It's okay. That's a good point. Said, Cute bitches be lying. They got a couple pages stuck together. He said, "What was Smokey Robinson thinking about when he wrote this shit?" But uh, Robinson. Yeah, but yeah. Shout Too out to drugs. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, drinking that wine. I didn't know he was on drugs in the 80s when he did that Oprah Masterclass shit. He said oh, he was man. really on drugs. Everybody's on drugs. I, I thought he, I thought he would have been over by that point. Like you done with that shit. Man, listen. <laughs> that, if that was the thing to get you, that's why you wrote them. If those were the things that helped you get your hits back in but the day, he wrote you just need, like you need another hit to do it. But hit, he wrote them hits in like the sixties. Like he was young back then. But in the eighties, you think, you know, he I would have thought he was past that shit. But yeah. A lot of them people like, I, I just, hit, bro. Give me a hit. Give me a hit. I just feel bad. Like you if think we, about if we give time, you a hit. Are you gonna give us a hit? <laughs> that's why I'm like you gotta be forgiving for these old people. Like it's it's unfortunate because yeah. you got your own problems, but some of this shit that they went through, I'd be like, God damn. Uh-huh. And they were in it too, like and <sighs> yeah. a lot of this stuff was done by our own government and you know, mm-hmm. putting drugs and stuff mm-hmm. in yep. the neighborhood and all that like, stuff. Like that Natalie Cole shit, I seen it because it's an old movie, but she talking about she was like she had a number one song on the radio and was like in the crack house, like or the crack alley, like oh looking for heroin and shit. Like that shit crazy. So I know her husband or ex husband yeah. died at like thirty four. That's I'm why like, when this Ugh. podcast pop, man, we gotta check each other. Just be here because I don't, I don't want y'all make sure y'all don't catch me. So you finna be on you know, drugs? Is that what you're telling me? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Just Cause check if each you're other, looking you know. for a love, hey bro, you know, hey bro, don't you judge. Where you going on the show? And I'm gonna stop him. I'm gonna say he may be fine on the outside, <laughs> <laughs> but so. I'm true on the inside. Guts just ride it on the inside. Ah. You sound like Jeff, David Ruffin. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What Nuts if, like this. What if dancing was still I a thing like that? Like I could pie. <laughs> I'm dumb. Why are you silly? Okay. He really thought that was funny. <laughs> Cracking up. I could pie. You when are a child. Nice like this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Please, Lord, don't let me be sure. Anyway, out. well, listeners, that is our flowers for this. I'm week. praying for those that are. Um. Yeah. Let us know if you guys have any flowers, anything that you want us to check out, or let us know if you checked out something that we recommended. Um, John, I seen you over there sharing um Chris saying shit on Facebook. We said, get your own uh tutor. Just playing, but, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> but that's what we're here for. You know, anything that we recommend that you like. Like I said, I seen some people join the Capri Curves thing, which is dope too. Um, mm-hmm. she's helped me out a lot as well. So why not pass that information on or anything that you know about? Let us know. <laughs>
to complete. All right, let's move on. Yeah, for real though. Let's move on to dating relationships and sex for you nasty motherfuckers. So I saw this debate on uh, Twitter and somebody was like, I see that we're debating this again. And I'm like, I've never seen this debated. Um, so I wanted to get y'all thoughts before I go into the tweets. What do y'all think about sharing your location with your significant other? Are you willing to do it? Do you think it's not really important? Never been asked that question. That's, uh, that's a good point. Normally I would uh, I would do it if... Um, yeah, when, when, when have I done that? I really only do it for friends. Like if friends ask me like, yo, where you at? Or, you know, where you going to or something like that? Or they trying to find the location, the exact location. I would share it. But I've never been asked to share it because they're trying to, I guess, asked. spot, you know, spy on me, I guess. Um, would I be willing to share it? Sure. But I would be kind of questioning why sure. you need it. Um, what you mean why she need it? Look at the world now. Yeah, I mean, at, I, I, I mean, I, I, I typically, if I go somewhere, if I'm saying I'm going someplace, I'll always text say, "Hey, I made it." Or I'll let you know where I'm going. Um, what, but okay, I, I never been on like no. What if you didn't text again? her back? What if you didn't text her back? What if I didn't text her back? Um, and she texts me. Um, I, I would, you know, apologize. Say I'm sorry. I should have. No, what, you if know she, I made what if you didn't text her at all and she's at home worrying about where you are? Um, I would rather before I send my location, I would send her a text saying, "Hey, I'm here." You forgot to send the text though. Oh, oh, you're oh, you're saying if I keep oh, 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 no, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, you, I can't, no, I don't want you to know everywhere I go. Sorry, can't do that. Nope. Interesting. Nope. I'm thinking the only way I've ever shared a location is when I you just share that one time. You don't share like indefinitely. I guess it's yeah. Called, I'm talking about the like that. Cons- consistent sharing where nah, you can always nah, see their no. location and vice versa oh no 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 are you a cheater no i never cheated my life so why not no no that's that's too much you i'm a grown man what if they're not looking to... at it constantly that's fine but what if what if that one time i'm trying to get her a gift or something like that and she's oh so you're at you're at, you're at mayfair for what um and this is like for none of your business you, you say know? you were shopping it's not like you're saying you're at k's jewelers you're at the mall. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I don't need to be. I don't need it for her. You know, I don't need to know where where you go. It's just, it's just too much, man. I mean, we're adults. We need autonomy. You know what I mean? Like, it's what? just. What I think it, I personally think. What if something mm-hmm. happens and you don't know where she is? How would you find her? And well, she that's can't, the thing. And she can't if you're going to be you. some. If if she if there if hopefully if she got a phone and the last thing she needs to do you don't need to call me. You need to call nine one one. That's the first thing. Don't call me. Call nine one one and then call me once you save. Um, but at the same time, it's I mean, I guess that could be helpful, but I just I don't know. I just feel like that's just not necessary. I, there, there. I just feel like just send a text, or you know, you tell me that you're gonna be here. That's just, and that way I do that all the time because that way I know if one one thing I do. I always do everywhere I go, even if I'm going downstairs, I always keep my idea on me because one of my not fears, but one of my things is, is I want to be identified if something were to happen to me. Same. Um, God forbid anytime happen. You know, I want to make sure my ID is there unless the person steals my ID and then steals my social security. Then that's that. I, but, <laughs> um, I would say the same thing for um, if I'm going somewhere. I want to let people know, say, hey, you know, when I when I went to L.A. by myself, like I let. Everybody know, hey, I'm going here. This is where I'm going to be. This, that, and the other, and that's it. But I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't share my location. I didn't. 
you know, do X, Y, and Z. I always checked in, you know, and say, hey, y'all, I'm fine. You know, just do that peri- periodically. When you don't do that, when you get off of those uh, methods, then, you know, that's when I'm going to start being alarmed. But um, but when the police, you know, asked me, hey, do you know where whereabouts were? I said the last place I knew was blah, blah, blah. But, of course, you know, she had her location on, I guess. But police can ping anyway if they really want to. They just ping, ping her cell phone. So. I don't know. I just personally, I don't think we really need that. But it's helpful, though. It's handy dandy. <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't think I want to share my location with you indefinitely or forever. <laughs> um, I do share my location. Um, with my mom, but I don't think she knows. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that. Um. And I do that because I live in a whole different state. I don't technically have any family out here. Um, so, yeah. But, like, I had, like, when I was, um, like, if I'm meeting somebody somewhere or if I'm, like, traveling a long distance to see somebody and vice versa, I will t- typically do that for, like, whatever, two hours or whatever it says um, just to see where oh, yeah. you're at just in case, like, you may be driving. You don't got time to be like, this is where I'm at. So they can just kind of see. Um, other than that, I don't, if I'm dating you, and my mom voice, no, no, you don't need to, no, you don't need to know where I'm at, um, all the time. Cause I think it depends on your need. Cause I think sometimes depending on your situation, cause I've heard somebody, for example, tell me that their ex acts for that because she may have had some type of insecurity issue where we're just like to the point where he was willing to do it. And then he did it. And then she was just kind of like, why are you over here? And it's like, it's supposed to be working. Like what? That's funny. What you doing? What you mean? What I'm doing? It's like, uh, yeah, Miss J, uh, like what? And then it just became out of control. But if it's one of them things, like let's just share where you not, because if somebody, I th- I share my location before with people, but I don't think about it until I just, yeah. I think I, I saw a, a meme. It was just like me looking at where my friends at when I'm bored. Like just, it's just something you just be like. Let me. Yeah, Snapchat had that feature. Had, yeah, I've never had that feature. on. I've never yeah. turned that yeah. on. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah I got the little blue little ghost. Said, in front I can of see where you at, like, but I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but you're not gonna know where I'm at. Just playing, but and I've done that before where I've gone to different countries on Snapchat and kind of like that area and mm-hmm. like, oh, that's what they're doing over there. Okay, look mm-hmm. at uh, who's said, who said? <laughs> <laughs> little pinch. That's where you at? Oh, okay. But um, yeah. What about you, Lassie? I find that interesting. So I share my location with my mom. Um, she doesn't understand how to use it, but I use it for her because of my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, also with my boyfriend, it's for anxiety. I'm never looking like if he told me he was going to pick and save right now, I wouldn't look at it and be like, Oh, this nigga really went to Wendy's, um, somewhere else. Um, we had a couple situations where he did get drunk and I didn't know where he was. And I was worried because I'm like, he told me he was on his way home and then he didn't come home. So for me, you know, that's more so what I would use it for. I'm not that I get some people use it for the insecurity things. But for me, it's an anxiety thing, which I think is a little different. But um, I want to read the tweets. Um, a guy actually started this thread um, and just um, the back and forth that he had with um, this other girl. I just wanted to read that for you all real quick. Um, so he says, I see this sharing location conversation replacing the once a week submissive post. 
Here's my thing. If me sharing my location helps her, then so be it. Yes, I agree and see that it shouldn't be needed, but sometimes you have to put your pride to the side as an olive branch. As much as we'd like to think trust is a thing that is automatic, trust has to be built, especially if you're dealing with someone who's been hurt badly and misled before. If me sharing my location is a building block to show I'm honest and transparent, then I'm doing it. Y'all want to be prideful or do you want to help your partner get past some trauma? So he made those tweets and a woman re replied and said, does sharing my location help him get past trauma or is it a band-aid over it? He needs to get it Ooh. to the root of his issue. If I have never given him a reason to mistrust me, then why treat me as though I did? He needs therapy, not my specific location. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if you if you committed uh, indiscretion um, in your relationship and that is what you need to do to repair it, by all means, do that. But if you haven't done anything and um, one is looking to, uh, quote unquote, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, put a bandaid over your trauma, then, um, I, that's not my job. Maybe we need to go to therapy. Maybe we need to have a conversation, we? uh, to, to deal with this because this is a deeper rooted issue than me sharing my location. So yeah. like I said, I've never done, I've never been in that situation before, but I know I can see how it can be handy. Mm. Yeah. I see. I think. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. My bad. I was gonna say. I think it, taking my anxiety out of it, I wouldn't really see a need for it. But since I know I have that, you know, and like I said, my mama doesn't know. But you know, my boyfriend um, does, and you know, I'm not looking at it as a spying tool. It's just if I don't get a response from you, I need to know where you at. I cannot sit up and wait all night for you to text me and say that you're good or you're leaving. Blah blah blah. Um, so. I don't know. I agree, though. Yeah, I can see that. But like I said, I just share it with my mom. And like, same thing. Like, my mom mm -hmm. don't even know. It's <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I had no idea. Um, yeah, interesting. All right, guys. Time for my nine. It reads, follow along. You know what that means when I say that. Probably <clears throat> be long. <laughs> So, I've been living with my ex again for about seven months now, so I guess it's pretty obvious that when we moved back in together that we were trying to patch things up. From June to August, he was being really flirty with his co-worker. I begged him time after time to stop texting and calling her. I found his phone one day to I found his phone one day to a text from her texting him about what he was doing. So I got on my social media and asked her to please stop texting him since she was aware that we were working things out, but she still proceeded to text, which then, which when August came around, she said she in quotes had no idea that we were working things out. And after that she quit. And so did he fast forward to December and I find screenshots of the same girl in his phone. I brought it up and he said he did it on purpose to see if I was still insecure about her. Mm. I don't even know what to do anymore. Do you have any thoughts? Mm. This is sickening. <laughs> On his end, I mean, I feel like I guess both ends. I put it on both. I put it on both people, but mostly him because instead of just having a conversation with her, you decided to play a little game to see if her insecurities were, if she still had insecurities about this woman, one, you shouldn't have been talking to her in the first place, but to play on her insecurities to me is kind of like weak. 
But at the same time, she also should have communicated. Well, no, she communicated with the girl, not him. Mm-hmm. So she should have communicated with him and kind of made it known. Because you, basically, you're asking the other girl to do what he should be doing. <laughs> other people shouldn't have to say, oh, let me stop talking to this girl man. No, your man should probably be saying, I shouldn't be talking to other girls. So <sighs> y'all got to hang it up, sis. It's done. Can you... Can you read like the first two, three sentences for me again? I just need to make sure no. I understood correctly. So if you ask and I read it, you heard it. Just went, um. <laughs> so I've been living with my ex again for about seven months. So now I guess it's pretty obvious that when we moved back in together that we were trying to patch things up. So I've been moving and I moved in with my ex again. So it looks like they broke up and then they moved back in together. Right. Okay, what more do you need to say with me? I moved in with my ex again. I moved in with my ex again. I moved in with my stop ex again. Yeah, your point. Why would you even think that y'all are working on your relationship if you moved in with your ex again? He says he was giving you a bone. So I think you need somewhere to place to stay. But clarify if I'm, if I'm wrong, if, I, if I'm reading that I see wrong. what you're saying, but I think she's alluding to the fact that they're back together at one point. Right. He was her ex. So they're back together. Mm. So she's saying, clearly, if we move back in, we're patching things up. That's what she's trying to say. Mm. But when she moved in, it was still her ex, right? I think, said, I don't know. I, I, don't know if she's, again. So I don't know if she's referring to now that he's her ex, right, at this uh, point. Okay. That's, and that's, that was, yeah, that's, and that's why I'm trying to get my clarification. But the but way I she's saying it, it might. just don't even think about it. Just think that she's saying we were apart and we moved back in together. So clearly, not to you, but she's saying, so clearly, bitch, we patching things uh-huh. up. Yeah. Okay, so let's yeah, move forward. And, for that. and that's and that's where it gets a little fishy. And that's for me because now you're you're assuming things that because you're moved back in with your oh, your God. boyfriend or, or huh? you know let's say let's say the story the story that you're saying is that they broke up now they come they move back together again. She's assuming that they're moving back together to patch things up, right? And and work it out and work but it out. Right? If you get down to the bottom of it, she clearly said he tried to flip it on her. So clearly they are together. If, if that was the point, he would have just said, what you care for? We're not together. You just moved in here. We, let's get back to that conversation oh, that we had about company. God. Here we again. go. <clears throat> There's no company. You know, some guys just want company. Mwanjay. They want to live in girlfriend. Can you just answer? Can we, can we go? Can we, right? go no. can we follow what she's asking here? Because you over here adding extra shit in here. What is she asking again? Oh, my God, bro. Here's what I think. Mwanjay. This motherfucker had the audacity to tell her. <laughs> oh, God. And I quote. <laughs> he said that he did it on purpose to see if I was still insecure about her. <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck? You did it to flip it because you got caught, bitch. Uh, and I don't usually talk like this, but when people play dumb games like this. experiment. <laughs> Bitch, she is not a bat upside down. Like, data. what the fuck? He's, like, like, he's a data scientist. Yeah, data liar. Data. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> come on now, come on. And I'm saying this for he her. You want to know the probability of and her I'm going in there? I'm saying this for her. Come phone. on, sis. Come on now. You know niggas is dumb now, and they know they know when to play these games with people. I was just trying to see. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, if you were still insecure, and if the motherfucker <laughs> cared about you, he wouldn't play on your insecurities. Come on now. 
He'll you ain't no damn run. lab rat. Like, sis, if you sitting here asking this goddamn question, sis, go back to where you came from. Your mama house, your daddy house, fuck dog, because he clearly playing games. I'm like, I was just trying to see. No, no you're, wasting, he... you're wasting your time. He ain't shit. He's a, he ain't worth two dead fly smash. Like, move around. I be, Me not having the information of knowing that what they talked about before they moved in and then what was clarified. Why I, would I, I you? Mean, so let me ask you. Why would someone move into someone's house if they already was broke up again? So why would you move back in it? Clearly, you're going to patch things some up. Some people need help. And they would need to be someone that did. If hey, that's the case, been a, if that's the mm-hmm. case, why would somebody, Lassie, you break up with somebody, would you move back in with a house if, with a nigga if only he said, I, I just need help? No. Hell no. And Mwanja, you wouldn't move in with this. She said, she said, I just need help again. You wouldn't move right. in with I just need you to pay The only reason the you coming back is if you're like, I miss you. I just, let's try it again. Now, now if we live in LA and the rent is high. Mwanja, yeah, please. Come on now. Come on now. You live nowhere near LA. Come on. forcing it. Right. Just, just come on. Yeah, Answer no, the question, please. No, you would have to. It's not working this week. Come but on. listen. Um... It's not working this week. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, this is why you don't go through people's phone. I knew you. Phones. I was waiting. That's why I was trying to get you to come back. <laughs> I knew you was waiting it. for that, and yeah. I had and I had to delay the uh, the inevitable. Stop going through people's phones. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. Because you're gonna find something. You're gonna make something up that's not there. Well, did she lie? He could have been taking a screenshot for something else. You never know. Oh, then why would he say? Then why would he say what he said? Cause he obviously was trying to get out of it. You ain't got shit to say for his ass. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you trying to squeeze? Please don't tease. No. Uh... <laughs> swagger back to my. Oh, that's cute. Um, he's a legend. Yeah, he got oh my caught. God. I mean, yeah, he tried, He got caught. He tried to play it off. Don't do that though. Don't do that though. Last time I went through somebody's phone, I found something that I should have found. And from that moment, I still got I it. never went through phones <laughs> again, ever in my life. Ever so, in my question. life. Question. If you mm-hmm. were in her shoes and mm-hmm. your your girlfriend played on your insecurities like that, would you be upset that they tested you? I yeah, I, I'm or would you upset. say it's your fault for going through the phone? Say what you just said because I, I'm <laughs> because, <laughs> because at that at that moment I'm first of all we've already had this conversation about this woman, mm-hmm. man, right, Oops. right. Well, and I'm, I'm and her and I'm, I'm talking about and her and so am I using me as an example? Okay. Obviously, we had a conversation about that guy. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that that has contention in our home. We have contention in our home with mm-hmm. um, contention. That's cute. I would, I would obviously think that if that's the case, then I would be trying to look for another place, another place, because it it's clearly not working. And like I said, the move in again piece, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it didn't work out the first time, I'm good. Yeah, I can agree with that. That's just me personally, my life experiences. I seen something too on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, it said. Uh, what happened when you oh, decided wow. to break up with you somebody? Or... Wow, you brought it up. Ain't that funny? It says wow. Milwaukee Wickfield, September 30th, 2013. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? 7 44 p.m. I cannot believe you have this. Still. You know, I didn't have it, but it was for some reason it got synced to my laptop. So then when I like merged everything back together, it, it came back on my phone. But anyway, um, 
because I still got the one with me and Lassie was laughing. I sent her like every five years. Well, what's his name? With the old, you know, format of <laughs> iPhone. Remember Bro, I told I'm you that really day, I said, I'm going to keep this forever. And here we are stuff. eight I years later. I kept stuff. Um, that's wow. hilarious. But um, what the fuck was I just going to say? you didn't answer the question. Damn, I what, forgot what, what I was going to say, though. I can't remember what I was going to say. No. Um. Wow. Oh, yeah. I saw I'm something on Twitter that um mm-hmm. referenced a... Uh, somebody mentioned was like, yeah. So what happened when you live with somebody and y'all break up? Like, who leaving? Like, what's 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 gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Because like, are we staying until the lease is up? Right, if we can't break our lease. And I guess it's something you have to agree agree on. Out. And some, but somebody would say what I would have said. Like, see, this is why I gotta have my own shit. Cause you know, exactly. You know what? Like, and I get, like, I get, like, I'm not, I'm honestly, I'm not totally against, um, what is it cohabitating or whatever with somebody mm-hmm. living together prior to you know marriage or whatever because some people might not want to get married some people just need to some people feel like you need to see where this is going where this is going to go and I I could see that but I do definitely yeah. see you can live in different places um and understand that but only reason why it's funny that um I can see how that can be an issue because I have family members from like you know distance fam- distant family members from down south family reunion type shit and they were an old couple, been together for years. I've been seeing them since I was a kid, going to these family reunions. So um, the guy that was actually in our family, he moved back, you know, back home to the south, and you know, she came with him. But when they live north, they always had their own place, whatever, whatever. So they brought it together down south. Didn't even last like five months, mm. and they were they were doing living like together, dating, living how they were for maybe 25, 20 plus over twenty years, bro. Broke up and wow. that was it after a couple months. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> so you just didn't litigate. I didn't really know. Same so thing. that's why I thought it was really interesting. Piece. Yeah, you do. I do that when I'm engaged, about to get married. Because, I mean, think about it. You know, if y'all have your own separate places, right? There's going to be a period thing. of times where. <laughs> and they was old. You said what? They were. <laughs> they were old. They were like 60, almost well, 70. <laughs> I mean, but you can get. That's why I guess hilarious. you can kind of gauge like how the person is going to be if y'all were living together because you're going to be you're going to be at the other person's place. True, but you All don't. The, but if you, time. I just think if you're not you there 24 seven, you just because think about true. it. If something go wrong, if something because think about it, you. I don't know. Sometimes you might say everything on your mind, but if you have an inkling where you like this. What you do? I'm finna. I'll be. I'm gonna go over here. You know what I'm saying? I'll be back. Yeah. You know, you got somewhere to go. But if you just yeah, really you have, have to sit to in go. that moment with them, or you know, go to another room, it could be a little different. So I I, I say this though. Mm-hmm. I told my say? um, I've seen a lot of divorces during this COVID season. Mm-hmm. A yeah, lot. I've seen a lot of bullshit lot. too. And you know, and it's I and I see way. a lot of people get divorced and get be happier because you have to sit down and be in this mess. So I say this to say, look, man. I mean. And long I said, long as you living, it's not the end. So you can write your life, write your story however you want it. Um, if this is not the person for you, this is not the person for you. There's probably somebody out there happier. But at least you can at least give it an honest try, an honest go. And if you don't, if you did gave it your honest go, then you can go ahead. So back to moving back to the situation here. I think that if y'all, I don't know what the reason why they broke up, but. That again, piece is you know it's not working for me, so like <laughs> I, I just gotta let it go. I don't like that again. I don't like that again because what's what's I don't the like that what's you didn't before? answer my question. What was that? What's that? What's that? Because you said that she shouldn't have went through his phone. So I said, if you were in this situation, mm-hmm. would you be telling yourself that you shouldn't went through her phone, or would you be upset with your mate for thinking that they could test you at this point in your relationship type thing? 
I wouldn't have been upset. I would have been upset with myself because I could, I'm I'm that insecure that I had to invade <clears throat> her phone. <clears throat> excuse me to see to to confirm my conviction. And if I'm if I'm doing all of that, it's not worth the relationship. And also, and I and, and of course, I would be Ew. upset that they had the screenshot of that man, <clears throat> of the man on her phone. So. But I'm I I would be more upset with myself that I had this inkling, and I and and I searched so hard to find that it was true, and it ended up being true. Yes, I, I'm happy what that it's the outcome, but at the same right time, there. there was, but there was um <laughs> doubt in my relationship. I would say it one more time. I said, "What if she didn't search? What if it was just right there?" Oh, well then, there you go. That's different. That's different. If I, you know, you know. Or somebody's calling and then she the dude is a uh, screenshot that I'm stupid you know I'm, I'm dumb to sit there but if I gotta go look for something I'm I'm looking for something and that's not a good sign in a relationship that I'm looking for something so finally got you right here <laughs> baby <laughs> um I did not know that was Kendrick and take care been a crazy crazy, crazy. The, the cameras part the second part of cameras I did not know it was Kendrick yeah. Um. Once COVID's over, it's starting to sound like he'll change. Don't I'm done. Me. That's hilarious. That's cute. Um. Yeah. I don't know, sis. I just think you should just call it quits. Go back to wherever you came yeah. from. And rebuild your life and find you and live your life. Go and back then, to the paint. <laughs> live your life and then you know, as you're living, you'll find the person for the first. I don't. I don't like to say the find loses. the person that's for you will show up in in any, in one way or another. Um. But yeah, him trying to test you, bro. Don't play them games with that nigga. Fuck dog and move on. Big facts. Move forces. Talking about something. I was just trying to. Yeah, King. Cause nigga, last you ain't never heard a nigga say. I be quiet. I ain't never played those type of games like that. But I've heard niggas say something like that. That's dumb. I was just trying to see. Ah 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 ah. Exactly. When a nigga said, I was just trying. You're dumb. You wasn't trying to see shit. Why you gotta say it like that? Cause you know how I make my nigga stupid nigga be playing. All these questions. I was just. I was just trying to see. I was just trying to see. You're just trying to be stupid. <laughs> my sister say, uh, "Get the fuck with somebody else, wow. bitch." When my sister say, "Don't play with me. Go play with your mama." I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, play with your mama. Per. See, now that's now we fighting. Now you brought my mom into it. No, I well. just said go play with her. No, no, it's a fight. I mean, you Come can fight and you can go to jail. I don't fight niggas. You can go to jail. <laughs> right in your eye. Ah. Mm, yeah. What happened here, oh, sir? Okay. He said that I could go back. To my... Did you talk about his mother? He said, them going to have to call my dad. It's really over. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm sorry, like... sorry. I mean, hit your daughter. It's he my said, boy, you care about you know? your daughter. Guess who care she about me? She touched me. She <laughs> <laughs> That's what niggas kill me with that. So you care about your daughter. Guess who care about me? Huh? 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 My dad, too. <laughs> Dummy. The jewel of my life. Dummy, just playing. Oh God, that's funny. Well, <laughs> listeners, let us know what you guys think about that one. Um, are you moving in with your significant other? When will you decide to do that? Are you going to always keep your own spot? I just like to say this. I always tell people I definitely need like a woman cave. I did see that. I yeah. see that amazing, beautiful house where there was like a bridge. Okay. Well, that was a nice house that connected it was kind of like two homes yeah with, with your thick ass over to eat fuck you <laughs> <laughs> said the kitchen. that doesn't bother me it was my a joke. thick is in mm-hmm. really no it's not 
It's my thick is in Who said thickerism? Just playing. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh, don't cute. be surprised. That's the title. <laughs> I'm right. definitely putting that. Thickerism. thickerism. <laughs> <laughs> said we shouldn't play like that. But thickerism we got too many titles funny. up here. <laughs> thickerism. How do you spell that? Those praise the skinny people. Um, thicker with an ism at the end, but um, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely need some type of area. Just I just need to be left alone because I'm I'm really confident and I'm okay with being in my own world. And I know I realize that a lot of no, people aren't no. like that. I'm glad you know. I hope you are too. I said we. Judging by where you are, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Come on now, don't be petty. <laughs> don't be an ass now. You can't. Hey, you say, don't be a culo. <laughs> you just came from Mexico. Don't be a culo. YJ, it's not funny, but okay. You got all the ass. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All right. See? I mean, I do squats. I, it's tight. It, what I said had nothing to do with it. I'm he said it it's in. <sighs> That's funny. Firm. You said, go home, Roger. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're See? trying too hard now. I'm done. But, yeah, I just, you know... I, I can be in my own little area, and I think people should somehow understand that and be be like that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to have your own space. Yeah, Man, if she hit you with the woman K, bro, it's divorce her. <laughs> her Why? Because you typically women Please. are nagging and they want to be under you. You just so what does that said... mean, Moanji? You said typically, but you get annoyed. You said naggy. Naggy. You want a naggy woman? Naggy is. Men don't know what they want. You nag them and you ask. Don't nag at the wrong time. You nag them, you ask questions, you be under their face and breathing in their nose and sniffing them. It's a problem. But when I need my, but when I need my, but when I need my own space, where I need my little woman cave, you gotta divorce me. Wow. Yeah, bro. She don't like you that much. She wanted to not be around you. Listen, see, that's your problem. That's your problem because you don't get it. Just because no, I, I need my own space at a certain time, just I, like you just I listen to me, listen that. to me, just okay, like you literally know just how. right, clearly, just how you literally just said to me, listen, you know, you nag me at the wrong time. So, just how like I need my own space at the right time, leave me alone because you're doing what you're doing at the wrong time. Let me just go over I'm here for a minute. To you. I don't, maybe, I don't maybe I'm in my own space and you can come bother me, and I'm like, cool, and that leads to other things. But then I just, I just need my own space sometimes, it's okay. I will be. It's okay. I, I think that'll make it be. that'll make it brighter. Yeah, I can go right. to my own space, and then maybe twenty minutes later, I might want to come bother you. Ugh. Then I'm going back. <laughs> All right, man. It was cool. I'm going back. <laughs> they're going to retreat. Out of here. No, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Why? Retreat come here, back. Come here. I want you. To, I want to hold you. Like, I want to hold you. You can't. And then you're gonna retreat. No, I gotta go to my woman cat. What? The way you think about this is very, very, very bad. Very, like it's very. very bad. I, I understand. No, no. I just sometimes no, the way you think about it are is needs is, that need to be fulfilled. The way and you, women can only fulfill. And your whole them. thought yeah. about this is very, very just like. I know you need your own space. You need your own therapy. Yeah. See, the the, re, the reason why you're saying these things like this is because of the way that you think of me, and that's okay. But the no, way no, that you, you, yes, it is. I'm just, because your whole life are like you. How many women you know that are like me? Okay, then shut the fuck up. I'm pretty sure it's a club. Oh, I like it. <laughs> it's a Reese Berry club. Yeah. It's out there. The bagger. That's, like, that's, the fuck oh, out that's here. listening right now. It's like, oh, Mwanja makes me sick. I'm Who like, said they make you. You get what I'm saying, Lassie? Nothing to do with you. You get what I'm saying, Lassie? It's all his his whole perception of who he think I am. And that's what's funny to no, me. No, it's not my perception. I don't know. Because you making up this stuff that no nigga has ever said to me. I for, every did time, I, did I not say for every me? time I saw the nigga, I need my space. They did I like, not cool. say for me though? Holla at me. Guess what uh, I'm doing? I said for me. Holla like a motherfucker. 
They hollered at you? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> I don't know what you said. I said, I said every time I, I tell a nigga I need my space, just how I told you, nigga be like, cool. And then he be like, just holler at me. And I said, and I'm hollering like a motherfucker. Oh, that's cute. Oh, you need the basically you saying you need them. What are you talking about? You just said, the man said, you said, anytime <sighs> you need your space, you said, just holler at me. And you said, I'm hollering like a motherfucker. It was so a joke. It either. was an innuendo. Oh. Like, come on. Oh, okay. okay. Jesus, yeah. I'm going to hit you in the head with a speaker. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Abuse, abuse, like what? Um, All right, man. Inspiration for the week. This motherfucker is nuts. Yeah, too much tequila over there. My inspiration is don't be like Moanjay. Right. No, please don't. I'm the only me. Use your own perception. Don't, don't, don't. don't, Negro, please. Don't build up this perception of people and put it on them. That's your problem. Regular Negro. No Moanjay in Milwaukee. Probably not in the states. (laughs) Mean G. Two of y'all. Mean. Dude, my phone like. I got, because I lost the new AirPods that I bought, but I got one AirPod, so I still use it because it, it lasts longer, <laughs> the headphones. <laughs> so when I put it in, I noticed when I wear the, the left on the old one, it don't read it out to me, but my music, my podcast be paused, I'd be like, what the fuck? And he'd be like, message from Minji and La Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> mine say 1J. It said La Sierra. Uh, no, mine yeah, say Jumanji. I'm lying. They'd be like, Jumanji and La Sierra. I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> So Lacier, I'm like, oh, I was close, but some of these motherfuckers don't get it at all. Lacier, she close, cause some of these Mm-mm. humans be just, they don't know what the fuck to say. I be like, come on, bro. So I'm gonna get Siri her credit. <laughs> anyway, inspiration. Shout out to John, man. Self care is the best care. Um, I just came from uh his clubhouse room uh earlier before we started the pod, and um. He had a room on self care, and uh, it was interesting. Inter- interesting just to see how uh, people use self care. And um, one of the people that came in the room, I forgot their name. Um, shout out to Miranda or Emily. Both of those were sisters. One of them said, uh, "I believe it was John." I think he said, uh, "Just saying no. Um, just saying no is is a form of self care. So don't be afraid to do that, and uh, and not feeling guilty about doing what you need to do for your self care." Uh, a lot of people feel guilty that, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not working. I'm not doing it. I'm not taking care of nobody. I turned my phone off. Oh, my gosh. Like, we're so attached to, techno- uh, so, uh, attached to technology that when we turn our phones off or we miss a phone call, we feel guilty. Um, but we shouldn't feel guilty when we're taking care of ourselves. So uh, self-care is the best care. Don't feel guilty and just say no. Yeah, I think that's important. And don't, and be o, be okay with people being offended by that, and not like offended, yeah. but like self care. And get your own woman mm-hmm. cave or man cave. Per, oh per. Yeah, woman cave too. Per, I women got have one. caves. Yeah, yeah. So come fuck me in my cave. <laughs> Go ahead, Lassie. <laughs> don't adapt to the energy in and the leave. room. Influence the energy in the room. Kind of goes don't with what Greasy just said. Yeah. What, come fuck me in my room and leave? <laughs> yeah, it's it. I'm just kidding. It's kidding. It. I'm just kidding. Oh, God. Just the kidding. influencing part. Oh. In the kitchen? Oh, God, Wanjay. Yes. Uh, in influencing. <laughs> Influence. Yeah. Yeah, just do. That's not your kid. <sighs> Shut up, nigga. Just do what you got to do. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I you tell all people all the time, it just rest. I mean, I can't really like be you. You know, 
Sometimes I could be quiet. If that's the case, I don't know you like that. <laughs> Try to figure it out here. You know, sometimes I could just be talking. I'm just cool. Sometimes I want to go over here because I just, that's my zen, you know. That's what you want to do. So, yeah, just do what you need to do. Um, My inspiration for the week is what I just said. Just do what you want to do when you can do it. You irritating, dude. Grow up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know. Just do what you do what you can. Do it the way the best way you know how and the best way you want to. You irritating dude. Don't rush. Who <laughs> <Too> said? <laughs> <laughs> Come out with a little mustache. But yeah, that's it. Do what you want to do, how you can do it, and when you want to do it, and don't worry about what the people do or say. Dude said, I hope you don't rush and your little hair gone. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think I look right, boy. I got some. Uh, you said, don't rush. Remember all he did on Barbershop, too? You're now listening to the Disney Channel. Who did do Stevie Wonder? I don't know why, but Stevie Wonder is forever funny, bro. <laughs> Can you hold it like he was holding it? Oh, how he was holding it. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> terrible. It's not against him, it's just the thing that they did. Why like, they do it like that? Look, Lassie, look how he was holding it. Like, <laughs> didn't, didn't That's that channel. killer hole. <laughs> that vibes. But it was more in the middle, though. It wasn't like on the end. It was just. Oh, like this? <laughs> I can't make fun of Stevie Wonder. But I see, when I think about it, I don't think it's, I don't think it's making fun of him. To he me, it's, it's the way he was holding the thing. Said, uh, hey, he said, hey, uh, he, he, he told somebody, he was like, hey, Shaq, let me take a picture of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, dog. Dog, I told y'all, look. <laughs> Wait a minute, y'all. Hold on, please. <sighs> Just give me one second. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Cole, I would get in oh, trouble. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Wait a minute. <laughs> I told y'all. <laughs> I did not lie. I'm telling y'all I didn't lie. <laughs> oh, God. I told you it was in the middle. I'm going to put this uh, on our, our Instagram. I told you it was and, in the middle. And I'm not going to put a caption or nothing. I'm just going to put it on there. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> oh, God. Dude. I'm just going to put it up there. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm doing it right now. You got to Why? You got to grow up, dude. I told you, oh, I told you he was holding. I'm just gonna put that up there. I told you he was holding in the middle, dude. I told you. Oh. Uh, to God. me, it's not even about him. Not. It's just oh. like the way he holds it. It's oh. so, they so silly. Okay. Um. Thank you guys oh, so much for listening. Enters. As always, I am the peaceful and illustrious and zenful Reese Berry. That is Ara E E S E B E R R A Four Ys. Is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Viva la Mexico, Lassie. And I'm Lassie. At Lola Baby on Snapchat, B A Y B E E. And on Instagram and Twitter, at Bakram Lola. Mwanje? And it's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje Ugandan for feminist. <laughs> Please. No one's going to All right, y'all. Uh, 198, almost at 200. Bye, y'all. Peace.